guys wake up, um, and I assume it's fairly early in the morning. You guys uh, get up. What do you do? Are you going to go downstairs, reconvene, make a plan for the day? Did anything crazy happen overnight? Um, from what you can see in your room, no. You can no. go downstairs and see if there's any change. Who's first? Can I, uh, can I, can I go knock on Darren's door and ask him if the cat's in there? Sure. Yeah. Hey, has the cat come back through the window? Uh, to be honest, I don't know, but you can look around for it. I've just been over here tinkering with this thing. Uh... What do we see in your room, Theron? Well, at this point? to be honest, it's kind of gross still. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm working on a little contraption in the corner. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, where I guess I had my bed roll. Uh, because that bed is like rotten and probably smells like cat crap. But, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's about it. I'm, I'm messing with this, this, uh, actually I'm not, I'm, whatever, I haven't had a chance to mess with it, so. He has, you just see Theron with, like, a pile of parts that he's collected, and he's looking at you kind of like, don't look at what I'm doing too closely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I so, would like to take yeah. a look for the cat. Ellie, go ahead and make an investigation check. You can look around in, in Theron's room. Okay. Here's the big chunk. Yep. With plus your whatever your investigation modifier. <laughs> I find nothing. It's a four. <laughs> so five? Yeah. At this point, you don't see any signs of the cat being there. I mean, you, you definitely see some hairballs and things from where it's been, but you can't tell if they're recent. And I'm guessing, Theron, did you have the window open at all last night? Or... Uh, well, it's kind of a musty house. So, like, it, what season is it? Is this like? So we are just we've just started the autumn season. So it's cool, and the nights are pretty chilly. Um, but it's not miserable. Yeah, I probably would have had one open just to help with the smell. Okay. Because so, it could have come back or not. You don't see the cat, but so you're not for certain. Okay. Um, I would also like to um, give you give there in the pouch of rocks that we found yesterday. Oh, it's okay. I picked some up in the ground outside. Oh, are you went. sure? Sorry. I don't. Yeah, you're I good. I really don't have a use for them. Um, if you need any extras. Yeah, that's fine. That's. I mean, you could set them over here, and if we find find something for them, then uh, I mean, I'm sure some little kid enjoyed them at some point. Okay, I will set the rocks down and. I was and literally gonna make ammunition out of them, so. <laughs> okay. Now you have more. <laughs> Has anybody gone downstairs yet? Um, no, I think that'll probably be my next next spot to maybe see if about cooking cooking something for breakfast. <clears throat> yeah, I'll also. I start waking up in my room. I think I'm up in the attic. Yeah. And so I'll do my stretches. Awesome. 
get dressed and head down towards the first floor. Okay. Um, as you come down the stairs, Margo, you notice that you know, yesterday when you guys came in, everything was just covered in cobwebs. The chairs and tables were overturned. And you guys did spend a little bit of time kind of tidying up downstairs as far as, like, picking up, um, you know, the furniture and kind of setting it in somewhat of a presentable fashion. And I know that you guys, um, you know, got some glasses out and just kind of did a few things here and there. But you notice that the um, bar that was previously covered in a layer of dust has been um, cleaned spotlessly. And um, as well as the windows where you can see from from the inside, because some of them are still boarded up. The ones that I see have been also cleaned. Um, Margo, did you clean the bar yesterday? Um, I mean, I'd love to take credit for this because uh, this is awesome. But no, I was going to, I figured you did this. You're the only one nice enough to do this if you didn't do it. Maybe it was the old lady with it's the weird. bread shop. <clears throat> I mean, who sweet. breaks into someone's house to clean it? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. You'd I don't be surprised, know. wouldn't you? Isn't that, isn't that? Do people not do that? Is that not normal? Well, I never met a lot of people, so I don't know what's normal. Okay, so we don't break into people's houses and clean their house. No, okay. not generally. I don't think, at least here. Okay. No. All right. All right. Bad ideas. Okay. Well, um, I guess when the others get down here, we'll ask ask them. I mean, so you guys start is... to look around to figure out if you can fix something for breakfast. And the hearth that you used for cooking, um, is is broken. Um, you know that would need to be repaired before it could be used uh, for cooking. Um, you know, Oki, what are you doing right now? Or what would you be doing first thing in the morning? I uh, would be just be kind of waking up, and if I hadn't cleaned things up in the room as best as I could the night before, still kind of be working on that uh, before heading downstairs. Okay. I was just going to say that, you know, he checked out the pantry, and there were a few, you know, items that were non-perishable that could be, you know, scrounged up to make uh, some semblance of a meal. Um, but it probably would be more enjoyable for you guys to go out and find breakfast somewhere for this first morning. Uh, it's definitely just whatever you guys want to do. As you guys are doing that, there is a brisk knock at the door. My dog literally and the neighbor's, the neighbor's dog. That's insane. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Lovely effect. Uh, well, uh, well, I like, guess. I'll yeah, I'll go get it. So Margo and Ellie like run over to the door, like, okay, who is knocking at our door? <laughs> and as you do, how tall are you, Margo? Um, she's small. She's like at least five feet at the max. So um, you know, nine, Ellie stands pretty tall. She's <laughs> Elvin, and Margo's pretty short. But even Margo, when you open the door, you look forward and you don't really see anyone. You look down, and standing about you know six to ten inches shorter than you, there's a uh, a halfling male standing there. Uh, 
in a kind of a tweed brown suit, and uh, he's got mutton chops and very bushy eyebrows, and he says, oh, oh good, 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 good morning. My name is Broxley Fairkettle. Uh, how do you do? Uh, great. How are you? Hi. I love your outfit. It's very fancy. Oh, well, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, are you two lovely ladies the uh, proprietors of this here uh, establishment? We are two of seven. Kind of, yeah, sure. <laughs> well, I am here on behalf of the Fellowship of Innkeepers. Uh, your friend, Renair, sent me to check in and make contact with you all. We are the guild in town that is responsible for all of the inns and taverns and ensuring that they, if in business, abide by the utmost standards that we have. I would love to come and take a look around and... Help you with uh, whatever it may be if you're interested in getting this place up and running. Um, well, if you, I just, you know, it's not, it's in bad shape. Very bad shape. It's so a fixer we... upper. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, you can, I don't, I mean, I don't if care you if you look to, around. I mean, you just can't go upstairs. I, I see. <laughs> I, uh, don't it's go just because we have people sleeping up there and I yeah. don't want you to bother them yet. And, you know, it's private quarters. Don't leave the he looks first kind department. of like flustered, like, like just like not really sure what to do with with others telling him what to do. Like it's pretty obvious that he's kind of he's pretty laid back, but he's definitely used to being the one that tells people what to do. So he's like, he's in my house oh, hum, now. Hum, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I mean, when they wake up, if they let you go upstairs, then that's fine. But I just can't give you permission to go up there when they're up there sleeping. I'm sorry. More well, of a safety uh, thing, really, yeah. at this point. So. There's nothing against you. It's just you know respectful. To, and there's you know, a lion. Sleep, yeah. <laughs> oh well, that, <laughs> dude, I can... we made it to get the uh, the guild of pest control out here to take care of that that issue. Oh no, can you get their number? friend. I'm not sure what street number they're on actually, but um, I I could probably find out that. If totally probably... a joke. He's he's okay. <laughs> Good to so know. He kinda, like, anyway, so just I like awkwardly her... kind of like tries to get in the door. Do you guys let him in? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Who else yeah. downstairs at this point? Yeah. I guess just me and Margo. I will have made my way down there. Yeah. Okay. I am just. So you guys sure. are just kind of like. Okay. So you see Oki. He's kind of sitting yeah. maybe at one of the tables or at the bar nearby and just looking around, thinking, "What the heck yeah. do we get ourselves into?" And Theron, have you come downstairs at this point? Yeah, I guess I'm coming down. Yeah, I don't quite course? have all yep. the all the materials I need yet for everything. And Tonk, so. are you still upstairs sleeping, or are you coming down? You can hear him kind of shuffling around. I think okay. it would probably be like best not to ask about the mysterious cleaning until after the halfling leaves. Okay. Yeah. No, I agree with that. So you kind of wear that to, whisper that yeah. over to Marga. It's a and good. Just, it's a good. He plan. doesn't even notice. He's he's looking around the room. Um, he says, "Well, um, I don't recognize any of your faces, so I'm assuming none of you are a part of the uh, Fellowship of Innkeepers Guild at this point. But, um, well, we do have our work cut out for us, don't we? No, we're not really. A and part he of says, anything. he says, um, well." Let me try to explain a little bit of how this would work. Um, 
you are planning on reopening the tavern, correct? It's a thought that has crossed our minds, but has not been set in stone. Levi, gotta go to bed. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm gonna be right back. Go to bed. Just wandering around. He's showing me his car. <laughs> Ronnie, he wants look to at play my car. D &D. I know, baby. Oh. Hi, oh, Levi. Hi, friends. Hi. And uh, yeah, so he explains. Eyes. He explains briefly that in order to be part of the Fellowship of Innkeepers as as a working tavern, you would need to basically um, contract with their guild. Um, they would. The way it works, and I'm I'm just meta meting this just for sake of time and yeah. me not having to do a terrible accent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that the cost of joining the membership would be um, 100 gold up front, the the guild, and then um, he explains that you would need to contract the various guilds uh, for licenses. To do other repairs, or well, not the, not even the repairs, just the um, functioning part of the tavern. Oh, like the bar area and stuff. Yeah, so this would just oh. be, you know, if you were going to get this tavern up and running, he explained. Well, you would need to um, be in contract with the Vintners. Distillers and Brewers Guild to get all of your alcohol, of course, and uh, the Guild of Butchers would provide any uh, meat for you to serve in your tavern. And uh, representatives can come by; they'll they'll require a fee, uh, of course, but they will assure that your establishment is in compliance with all of our standards as the uh, Innkeepers Guild, and uh, the city as a whole will continue to keep balance. And uh, he just kind of looks around, and um, he just emphasizes, like, keeps emphasizing, well, there's a standard of excellence we must meet, and I'm afraid this isn't there yet. You will need to get the repairs done, contracted out. I can send someone by, or you can use someone locally if you know them. Um, you just want to make sure you use the guilds to do so, uh, just not to upset any of the locals. Yeah, that uh, um, <clears throat> sounds like a lot of gold you don't yeah. yet have. I'm about seven. Well, I do understand. This is just something for you all to think about, and um, you can find me at uh, most days nearby at the market. Uh, one of a, Me or one of my uh, compatriots will ha be at a stall there, and we're very willing to help you out with anything you may need, and I'll be checking in regularly to see if there's anything for me. And um, just, uh, I'd say it's something for you to consider as you are working toward this, uh, that we're a tool that you that you can use when, when you're able. That sounds interesting. Yeah, I mean, uh, we haven't really made a complete decision on repairing the, I mean, we're going to fix it up to be livable, but we hadn't thought about Made a decision Making on opening up the bar so far or tavern. Yeah. 
So, um, if we ever do, if we do come to that decision, you will be the first person we talk to. Oh, yes, yes. Please, please be sure to contact me first, uh, to assure we go down all the right paths, and, uh, we, we like our balance here in Waterdeep, especially in this part of town, and I, um, kind of looks at you and kind of looks around at at Oki, the half worky We like to maintain a civilized stature, of course, and uh, I'm Sorry? sure that will be no issue for any of you. No, we're all pretty nice okay. here. Thank you. Like, he's not necessarily being judgy, <laughs> but you kind of get that feeling that he's right on the edge of, like, insinuating that maybe he's not so sure about you guys, but, but he's, he's being nice enough about it. Yeah, there's daddy. Yeah, no, I can assure you we're pretty friendly. I mean, we wouldn't have risked our life to save Floon and that other guy if we weren't nice. Um, but yeah, if we get the the idea of the tavern, we will definitely seek you out at the market at your stall. Um, For now, do you have a place to recommend the best (laughs) breakfast for today? Oh, well, yes, uh... One of our specialties is the tavern, so I would recommend Froon's Brews uh, here in Trollskull Alley. Uh, Where did you say? Brews. Froon's Brews. Oh, that sounds lovely. Uh, they do have a, didn't we? Or we thought about it. They do have a selection of breakfast foods and ales. And uh, I believe there are a few other bakeries and restaurants nearby. They... They wouldn't be in our guild, so mm. I don't know them as well, but I'm sure that the locals could guide you in that direction. Yes. I want biscuits from Edna. And he, okay. he, you know, nods and he says, I will not take any of your, any more of your time. I will check back in in a few days and see if you've come to a decision and if there's anything I could do. And he just sees his way okay, out. Okay, I'll, I'll walk him out. I'll be like, okay, I'll walk you out. Shut the door behind him and be like, Margo. What do we think about that? Uh, I mean, well, I guess you I've can't do anything by yourself spot. here. I mean, we have to fix it up. Oh, it's going to take a while. Guilds? And there's one guild for one profession? That just yeah, seems it sounds like, like a I lot mean, of hoops. Yeah, it's like, why can't we? Is there no, like, um, they are in, local are businesses? Say what? Are you downstairs at this? Yeah. They're discussing the guilds and stuff. That would be something you're more familiar with since you are a guild uh, member. I mean, this is pretty standard. You you don't open a, you don't do any business in this town without being in a guild. Uh, Shh, child. I'm gonna put you to sleep. You're a guild man, no. I mean, it's it's yeah. Like no offense to you and your guild, it's not something I'm used to. So it just, just seems odd to me. Just how it is, like. They're, like they're essentially they're essentially businesses, yeah. Like, uh, it's well. I mean, it it does serve to to uh, uh. I mean, it keeps order, but but uh, it it has its set. It has its drawbacks, pros and cons. Oh, for sure. oh uh, Theron, <laughs> yeah. Oki, and Corvus, did you guys clean the bar before you went upstairs to bed? Not it. I did not. Uh, child. Um, I really have to put this child to bed. You didn't clean the bar getting pickles again, Oki? Just shake my head. 
Margo probably did it blacked out drunk or something. I don't think I mean, she hey, would. I've done I've done a few <laughs> things, but uh I've never cleaned um drunk. I feel like she would drink more if she was drunk. <laughs> Actually kind of hard to uh, get drunk. Alcohol, my system anyway. Hmm. No, I would remember that. That would be a lame thing to do. The lame thing to do. Weird. Yeah, while drunk. Yeah, it, I mean, was, it, was, it wasn't me. Well, so you guys have the morning to decide what you want to do. Um, the only thing I think that is on the agenda is possibly the opera. Oh, I said orchestra, didn't I? And I, actually, I don't know that has Illifer. Did you tell them about that yesterday? Yeah, you told I them did. about that previously. So everyone would know about that at this point. Um, so the day is yours. Do you want to go get breakfast somewhere? Um, what time is the opera? Um, typically it's pretty late in the evening, so it would start around like eight. Oh, we need to be fancy or wear a fancy dress. So there may so have to be some shopping that takes place today. Yeah. So I say we get. We can go get breakfast. Um, we can ask who wants to go, or if anybody wants us to bring anything back. I think Oki would be incredibly confused as to what an opera is. <laughs> oh, I've read about them before. Um, basically, they're people that sing in another language, really high pitched or really low pitched. It's supposed to be beautiful, and sometimes it makes you cry. I think you'll like it. Just kind of give a grunt. <laughs> yeah, Oki, you'll have a great time. <clears throat> you'll have emotion, maybe. Um, but do you do you want to go get breakfast? Where? Uh, the Floons, Froons, Froons, Bruce. So you guys know about Friends Brews. You would know about Edna Jorgensen, yes. the little old lady. She has a bakery. Um, and then there's also another, uh, there is another restaurant in Trollskull Alley that you guys would find if you just got out and looked around called The Balanced Dish. Hmm. Uh, so those would be three options for breakfast. Floons. Friends Brews. That's hard yep. to say. <laughs> it's hard to say. That's got my vote. <laughs> yeah, say so we go there. I finally Maybe make on... my way down. And mm -hmm. after peeking out the bay window and hearing a bunch of voices downstairs, and say, what's for breakfast? Oh, we're going to Fruins, Fruins Brews. Uh, did me, you what? clean the bar last night? Oh, yes, that was me. Oh. Why? Makes sense. It needed some fixing up, so. Oh, okay. All right. Incredibly nice of you. That was so nice. Okay. Onk is also going to be walking down the stairs around this time. After you hear like a hammer and nail, like thudding away for a little bit. Did you just lock your door with a hammer or a nail? No. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're going to go get breakfast at the tavern. That has a complicated name that I can't say anymore. You want to go? Uncle Lee. Okay. I don't I even know what we... that meant, so sure. 
<laughs> right, They're discussing ahead. going to Frunes Brews breakfast and maybe some morning ale. Sure. Of course. So Frunes is down here on the western side of the uh, alley. You guys get out in the, the nice fresh morning air and there are people out and about. Um, you pass by um, Perry Davis and Sons and Corlin's Crown, uh, which you guys had visited previously. And on the right, uh, you, you pass Jorgensen's Bakery. Smell, you know, fresh bread and uh, lovely things as you pass by there. Can I go get a biscuit? Uh, at Jorgensen's? Yeah. Sure, or like a bagel or a breakfast breakfast biscuit. I don't know. Something. Absolutely, there would be sweet rolls and, um, you know, sourdough, like donuts, um, like that. Donuts. If you want to hop in, say hi. Yes, I would like. I would like six donuts. Okay, that will cost. That'll just cost you. Um, let's say you said six donuts. Yeah. Um. So it would just be a silver. Oh, silver. Okay. Okay, um, yeah. I'll just say thank you. Uh, you don't tool. see, you don't see Edna, but you do see a young male um, there. Um, he looks features similar to her from what you can remember. You know, same facial features. Uh, he's quite a bit younger, uh, very friendly, and he uh, checks you. You know, checks you out. Gets gets takes your money and gives you the look out Ilford. oh you must be one of the one of edna's grandkids <laughs> oh yes you, you know you know my grandmother i'm not oh, surprised yes. she was so so nice to us yesterday she greeted us we we just moved into the tavern or the old tavern over there she was so sweet and her bread or her bread was so delicious i had to come by and get some donuts this morning oh she'll be so happy to hear that i'll i'll yeah, tell her tell you her came by what's your name yeah. uh ellie ellie Ellie, I'm I'm Raphael. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I hope you have a beautiful morning, and I will definitely be back. You as well. And I'll go catch up with the rest of them. Awesome. So you guys head over to the tavern, and uh, at the end of Troll Skull Alley, there is a three-story building. Uh, it has a large beer stein on the sign that says, Froon's Brews. Um... You know, the building up here is somewhat squatty compared to its neighbors because the main floor actually drops down below off the street level. So you like, like on the street level, you take stairs that go down into it, um, into the entrance. You guys go on in? Um, yeah. I miscounted. Is it the same price for seven? Mm -hmm. We'll say, we'll say, yeah, that you got seven. Okay. <laughs> I forgot there was seven. Six is an even number, and you know, half a dozen. Sorry. So this large party of uh, interesting characters walks into the bar, and um, it's, uh, you know, it's a, a nice, simple place. It's not too, uh, nothing too extravagant that you can see right off the bat until you, like, turn as you walk in. And there's this huge, obnoxious mural on the floor. And um, a massive fireplace that's, like, got rhinestones studded all around it. Oh. And, um... guess that's what happens when you join a guild. <laughs> there's a, um... 
you guys find a table, and uh, the barkeep comes by uh, personally to to greet you. Uh, his name's Emic Froon. He's uh he's a dwarven, but he's taller for a dwarf. I mean, he's still got that stocky dwarven build, but but he's he's pretty tall uh, for for a dwarf again. Um, he's got strawberry blonde hair that's parted right down the middle and like kind of slicked down on the sides uh a fu manchu and um he says uh well good morning my name is emic froon and i haven't seen you lot around here before can i get you something uh do you have mimosas a what (laughs) <laughs> orange juice. More what, sir? <laughs> orange what's, juice. What's, you? what's an orange? Oh, we don't know what oranges are. Where do you come from? We're pretty far north of the equator. Are we? Yeah. Just Bobby. pretend <laughs> I'm I didn't say. I'm laughing at Joey's face right now. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> I didn't know orange. Well, I I do have some I have some apple juice? Juice. Uh <laughs> some grape juice. Grapes? In the back. Okay, I'll take uh, some grape juice. I also I have like ale and uh a small selection of, of wine. I have grape and, juice. Okay. <laughs> do you want anything to eat? Um, I don't know, what do you have? (laughs) (laughs) So, you guys, um, they would have, um, you know, standard breakfast foods for them would be eggs, uh, some kind of meat, like, simpler to bacon, or, um, it might be a little, like, more salt cured. Um, what? Go ahead, Aaron. I said mutton. (laughs) That's... That's sheep. Breakfast. Yeah. They would. I don't know if they would for breakfast. They might serve sheep for. I don't breakfast. know. I don't know. That's just pretty standard, like medieval fare kind of stuff. I thought, but I'm just they guessing. They have um, some kind of porridge, and um, yeah, I mean, do they is, biscuits? Does, does cinnamon exist? Yeah, they have spices. <laughs> Does cinnamon exist? No, oranges don't, so I don't know it's... anymore. <laughs> that's, also, that's also an equatorial tree. I mean, um, just gonna go out there. Yeah, can I get some porridge with cinnamon in it? Oh, yes, yeah, spiced porridge coming right up. Anybody else want anything? And he looks around. Yeah, two of um, any ale on tap. That's... Oh, I send you our house specialty. Sounds good. Eggs. One egg. Meat and eggs. All right. Me to it. I'll also take some meat and eggs. Meat and ale. Let's take okay. some meat. I so guess. he's he writes down everybody's <laughs> meat, meat, eggs, meat, ale. Um, meat, 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 ale. And uh, he goes off to 
uh, put your order in with uh, the sh- the cook, and then he comes back to your table uh, with your drinks, and um, he kind of pulls up a stool uninvited to your table. He's like, now, pardon me for being intrusive. I'm happy to leave you be if, if, if you'd like. We don't get too many new faces around this part of town, and, well, I'd love to know a little more about you folks. Well, I, so I didn't want to do it in front of him because I didn't want to get him offended, but I'm going to hand the donuts to everybody. <laughs> donuts! Um, so I'm Elion. Ellie, Elion. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> Ellie Elion. Ellie Elion. That's my three. that's my given name. You sometimes I let people call me Ellie, <laughs> but some I'll, people have to earn that title. I'll lift my mug of ale to him, Marco, as I take a drink. He gives you a nod. Just kind of looking down the line, like expecting you guys to introduce <laughs> yourself. Sorry, friend. I'm not. I'm not too cordial in the morning. Um, Preach. Is that. Um, that's Illifer. Farid, Kenneth, Madison, me or Graham. He's going like around, and you say your name, and he stops and comes back to you. What did you say? Theron. What was the last name? Canis. I <laughs> probably could have guessed that. Huh. Well, it was nice Strange. to meet you lot. Uh, I'll uh, have... Didn't even meet all of us. Molly, bring your food out, and... Uh, be seeing you around, and he makes his way off quickly. Okay. What was his All name right. again? Darren, what did Emic, you do to him? Emic Froon. Emic Froon. Apparently, Emic does not like me. I don't know. No, he didn't even meet Oki or Tank or Corvus. He just yeeted whatever you I said grunted your last at him. name. <laughs> Maybe it was you that scared him off then. I don't know. Your growl? Uh, I guess I he didn't like it. I, I, he seemed to react to my last name, which is weird because my mother's been dead since since I was born. So, and I've and I never knew my father. So, and I don't believe he ever set foot in this town. So, but that curious, you know. But I mean, Strange. that's just an assumption, because uh, hmm. I never met the man. His name yep. was Emic E M L E M M E K E K Frun F R E W N. Ooh, I spelled that completely wrong. Yeah, the names are, are tricky. Oh. I, I just F R E W N. Spell it phonetically. That's fine. I'm just spelling it F R O O N. So the waitress comes over, um, Molly, and she's she's a shorter woman, plump, very happy. Um, Excited to see you all and to be bringing you a nice meal. She's like, well, hello, you you lot. Here's your food. And she hands everybody their stuff. Um, she doesn't stay around 
she goes on her way. So you guys enjoy a fairly decent breakfast. Um, you know, the, the meat's okay, and the food's... You've had better, but, but it's alright. It's edible, and the ale is... Honestly, I know, Margo, you're not picky, but this is not among one of the higher quality ales that you've had. So they have a diamond-encrusted <laughs> fireplace and crappy food. That's kind of the vibe you get, yeah. I'm assuming oh, the donut do is better. The donut's amazing, yeah. So I'm going to push the porridge aside and just live off the donut. <laughs> and the and, juice, uh, is the grape juice just sour? No, I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's it's tart, but it's... It's fine. They've sourced the juice out from somewhere, so it's oh, not bad. Okay, so it's not it's not housemate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The the ale is the only thing that's uh, housemade, and it's I mean, other than the food, as far mm-hmm. as the drinks go, the ale would be housemade, and it's meh, not that great. Seen better barrels. Yeah. So you guys all eat, and um, we'll say. That it costs you um, a silver piece each for for your breakfast. One and, silver. Um, okay. Equipment. Call. You guys, um, what do you One. need to do from here? Remove. Um, Margo, do you know where we can get fancy dresses? Well, I mean, there's lots of like fancy dress shops in town, but the question is, um, one we can afford. Exactly. Hmm. Do you think Molly would know? She seems cute. Yeah, I mean, let's let's give it a shot. She might know okay. something I don't. All right. Do so you guys guess... call her back over to the table or talk to her on your way out? What's her uh, name? Molly. Molly. Can, like wave yeah. her back down. Yeah. I want to ask her what her what. If she knows what his problem is with me, just, just, just. so she comes back over and she's like, "Oh yes, what can I do for you guys?" Hey, I was wondering if you knew where a girl could get a fancy dress on a budget. Oh, a date? An opera? Oh, I've always wanted to go to the opera. Me that too. So I've fun. read about them. They're so exciting. I'm so stoked, but I don't have well, anything to wear. Uh, I think your best bet would be to go to the tailor, the Troll Skull tailor. He should be able to hook you up with something nice, and he's got the most reasonable prices I've seen. I'm sure that he could work it within your budget to get something to wear. Okay, uh, is that nearby? Yeah, it's right here on the alley. Okay. Um, she tells you exactly what building it is, and I'll be able to point it out whenever <laughs> we leave. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much, girl. I girl. All right, modern. Girl. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, uh, maybe, maybe, hopefully, you can go to an opera soon. Oh, please come if back we and do tell come, me how it yes, is. Yes, I was just yeah. If I'll, I will, I will give you a detailed description. I will not try and sing the songs for you though. <laughs> she she gives a little chuckle and. Theron, did you want to ask her? Yes. Um, Emmett got short with me and asked, acted like he knew my name. Um, do you happen to know anything about that? Like, or. Uh... Well, I don't know a lot about Emmett. Uh, he's a nice enough man to work with. He's 
a little strange and has some interesting priorities, but I don't know why he would have any problem with you, considering you're new to the, this area of town. Good diamond fireplace instead of good food. Hmm. All right. Do you say that to her? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, if I say it, it's in another language. All she right, doesn't then. seem to know anything about yeah. hmm. He can right. always confront the man himself. It's fine for now. Okay. Uh, we'll hold everybody up. I might come back in some free time. So, make note of it. Okay. Anybody else before we head to Taylor, I'm guessing? Yeah, to the tailors nope. for me. Okay, so needs the, a fit. the tailor is in this building in the uh, top across, like outside the alley uh, to the northeast corner. Um, is there a general store along the way where I can buy a quill and some ink? The, um, the over-under is uh, right next to Bruins Brews, right here. Uh-huh. And it's the closest thing to a general store they have in Troll Skull. Um, they've got most most general uh, equipment and things that you. Would... Okay. Yeah, I'd like something to write with. I don't know what what that would be. So they would have. Um, they would definitely have quills and uh, like little various uh, inks. You could just get like a generic. Uh, ink for oh, an ink pen and an ink, a one ounce bottle of ink. 500 gold. Just what? kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> well, this thing did say 10 gold, up. and I don't think that's right. No. Yeah, the, my thing, my thing, saying that ink is tint. Maybe that's for like the I mean, it, the wizard ink. I don't want anything that fancy. That is the ink that I have in my bag, also. So, I guess ink is hard to come by. Yeah. Can I make my own? Like. Make it from squids. <laughs> yes. Who knows? Just squish them. <laughs> Milk them. Yeah, I was about to say, just, just milk it <laughs> like a cow. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah, just I can it. milk this. You just press the digitation to write? Well, I'm going to say that... Uh, does anybody else have ink in their pack? Or does it say how much the cost I do is? not. I do. It says the cost what is it? Uh, for ink for a one-ounce bottle is 10 gold. Okay, that's what I'm saying too. So I would say you could get ink and a quill for the ten gold. We're all broke, Lobies. Okay, I have uh. nine, nine gold. So I won't do that. I might just ask uh, when we get back later. Ask the group if anyone has a pen I can borrow. I'm not probably be ten dollars on a pen. <laughs> okay. Uh. Right now, unless I get an excess of ten dollars. 
So is everybody gonna um, plan on going to the opera? I know it said formal attire, so I guess we would go over to the tailor and um, work something out. Anybody? Is everybody going to the tailor just to see if they can get a hold of something? I think. Yeah, I want to quote. I, I don't want to commit without. I have fine clothes in my bag. I was gonna say I know Illofer has fine clothing. Margo, do you have fine clothing in your inventory? I don't think I do. I wasn't sure. Common clothes. Traveler's clothes. What do you Wait, see? Do you guys have clothes in your inventory? Equipment. Yeah, yeah. it'll be under your equipment. I didn't get clothes. As if no. I'm like. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm oh, wearing clothes, clothes well. and I have leather armor, but. Hey. Mine doesn't Kristen. say anything about. Yes. Question. So this needle uh -huh. of perseverance. Uh huh. All I have to do is start sewing and it does it on its own? Correct. So in theory, I could just buy nice cloth or fabric and just. Yeah, you could. You you could. You would need to, you know, get some. Did you, you got some thread last time we went shopping, didn't you? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, you could if you could, and I'm sure the tailor would have some fabric. Um, kind of clothes fabric. do you wear anyway? You can make like a nice loincloth, or like what do you? Like... <laughs> I guess I have to make like a robe, like a full body loincloth and a bota. <laughs> yeah, you know, like what they wear in Black Panther. I was guessing like that. Okay. I mean, you would still have to cut the pieces and piece them together. It would mm -hmm. sew the seams for you, so the seams would be sturdy. I but have as scissors. Far as actually making the clothing and the appearance of it, that would well, be on you. If we want to, if we have a designer, we can make it cheap because the needle of perseverance does it for us. Now, Ankh would say, like, needle is magic. And just, like, show this little glowy needle that's enchanted to everybody. If that's, no. you know, if you guys want to do that. Or we can just buy some clothes, whatever. I guess it depends on how options. much yeah, let's see. Let's, we'll how much see. the, the yeah. tailor costs. Get the JCPenney mag, uh, magazine from 1970 <laughs> and just... So, between... um. The Grocer and Haversham's, which is a um, jewelry store, there is a uh, three-story townhome. Lots of these houses, as you can tell, are three stories. Like, I don't know why, but they were all built because most of them have the business on the first floor and then the living quarters on the upper floors. Beyond. Um, yeah. So um, you walk in to the. Um, it has a recessed entry and large glass display windows. Uh, the sign reads, Troll Skull Taylor, established 1451. And as you walk in, there's, um, I mean, an array of clothing uh, kind of organized by, like, there's, like, formal, common, traveling, like, you know, different themes, like you would see at Dillard's, kind of. Um, and then, kind of, it's kind of arranged by color. And then there's, like, a fitting wall where they have rooms and, like, mirrors where you can stand up. And have you guys, 
any of you, I know the girls probably have been like David's Bridal or like one of those stores where like they have like the stage with the mirrors that you look yeah. in. They have that. Mm. And um, there's a little halfling man, uh, very finely dressed. He's got like a, a bright green vest with uh, bra- uh, brass buttons and a, a nice uh, kind of like pale yellow button-up shirt with like poofy sleeves rolled up and um he uh meets you or sees you come in the door and he says oh good day new customers always make my day my name is mr bumble stout what do you find folks need today Um, well, we, uh, we need some formal attire for the opera. On a budget. When you right. say formal, he, budget. like, perks up. He gets really excited. It's like, formal, I can do. Well. And then Ellie says budget, and he goes, budgets we can work with. All right. Well, what kind of budgets are we talking about here, folks? I have eight gold pieces. Okay. And he looks at the rest of you. Is that what we're looking at here? Because. Yeah, I need I've to know... read about. Yeah. I have 30. You guys are like, I don't want to tell him how much money I'm spending before he gets me a quote. And he's like, well. I really don't. Normally, my fine clothing is a little more pricey, but. Yes, it was a very last-minute invitation that we got from what's his name? Zola. Farron? No, yes. Darren? Floon? Not Floon, but the other guy. Is it Rainier? Rainier, yes. That's was it. the invitation from wasn't from Rainier, though, did it say? It was from, it, was it said, from. it didn't say who it was from. It was oh, from. oh, 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 my bad, my bad. It was just a, it, it was a it was a last minute invitation that we just got yesterday. So we had very little time to prepare and this is all the money we've had for the last few days. We're very new to the city so we haven't found any more jobs yet and it is just <sighs> I, I'm kind of working My goodness. <laughs> I'm kind of working in the background listening and between shelves and I in my pocket I pull out a a piece of that piece of wire that I cut and I wrap it around my finger and I point in the direction of Margot. And uh, I whisper to to my finger uh, in the direction of Margot. Uh, uh, use use your influence uh, and your experience within Waterdeep, and explain that you're going to uh, show off his fine wares at the opera, at the Light Singer Theater. Oh, gotcha. And only okay. She can hear that. And so I guess my face would be, uh, I guess I would kind of show it. You know, Margo's not really, she's traveled a lot, but this is still kind of new. So she kind of makes a face and then sees you and nods. Says, oh, well, you know, I've been around Waterdeep a long time. I know, you know, publicity is good for someone like you on Troll School Alley, isn't it? I mean, we'd be like walking billboards for you. Oh, yes, well, oh, that's true. I guess it would uh, 
dependent. Who who are you meeting? Where are you going? What 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 are we planning for? Yes, yeah, see, that's the thing. It's um, I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> oh, a high profile a meeting. Yes. I see. I know we were told to kind of keep it, you know, try to be respectful. Well, we would definitely tell everyone that asks where we got these <laughs> beautiful clothes from. Well, and he kind of pops up his chest and he's like, it does seem that I have my work cut out for me, but I'm sure that we can make something work for a lot. And um, he says, well, you're welcome to browse the store or I can pull something for you that I think would work for you. Uh, you just, uh, the fitting rooms are yours and uh, take your time, explore as you need, and I'm here at your disposal. I would like, I have never worn anything but dresses like this in my entire life. So I would like you to dress me. Okay. <laughs> 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 so he says, hmm, well. From, from my experience, this is fancy because it is a dress. <laughs> Well, it is quite the lovely dress. Thank I you. just I made it think myself. that if we're looking for something more formal, we can work that out. Uh, let me see. And he like scurries over um, to a, to one of the racks that has like various dresses and cloaks, and um, he like starts to shuffle through. He's like, and he's kind of like mumbling to himself. Um, he turns to you and looks, and he says, Would you prefer a dress or pants? Oh, definitely a dress. Okay. So he, you know, goes back to his shuffling through and pulling a few things off of the racks. She's and she's going to start, like, bouncing on her heels, getting very excited, because she's never worn anything fancy in her entire life. So as he's doing this, what are the rest of you guys doing? I'm just looking, uh, looking around. Yeah. Is I'm there anything, anything any of you would be looking for in particular to wear that you have in mind? Something to get us in the door, I guess. I don't necessarily yeah. care what it looks like. Whatever works. Something that's easy to move in. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Whatever I can still fight in. And oh, can accommodate. Slightest clue what's going on. <laughs> Oki's like the Oki's like, like the one like the boyfriend in the corner that's like pretty much <laughs> very nothing here looks like it would be be beneficial to me in any way. <laughs> I just picture going shopping with Joey and turning around in a store and he's like down at GameStop. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like bye. So. Uh... <laughs> He pulls out um, a few things, but he ends up settling on one that he feels quite certain is going to work for you, and he hands it to you to try on. Uh, you, I assume, go in the fitting room and try on the dress, and um, it is like a tangerine, but it's muted. It's not like a very bright and loud color, but it's like the perfect <laughs> offset to your like turquoise-colored skin. Um, and it's, it is fitted, it's, uh, sleeveless, and it's like this crushed velvet material. 
was very simple, very elegant. Uh, fitted all the way down and then kind of like mermaids out at the bottom. Hmm. And then he also hands you a um, a half cloak that that complements it, and it it um, it's like mainly like a like this shimmery, almost like gold thread, but it's oh. not real gold, obviously, yeah. and like kind of a swirly pattern, and like it would tie around the top, like just like a half cloak that goes just under your arms, hmm. and you come out and you. I don't want to come Do a out. Twirl. I want okay. to call Margo. I'm just going to like peek out of the curtain. I'm going to be like, Margo! Margo! <laughs> I love this because Margo is so not like the fancy type and she's just like so out of her element here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want me? My opinion? Yeah. yeah here yeah. I come. Okay. Come, come here. And I'm just going to pull her into the dressing room. I'm like, what do you think? Does it look good? Is it okay? I think that looks exactly like a formal dress. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Do you think so? And I'm just gonna like twirl around. The definition of. I was like, I've never, I've never worn anything like this in my life. I think that is amazing. Okay. 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 Perfect. Thank you. Thank That's you. the Thank winner. This is the first one. We got it on the first try. Yeah, it never happens. I'm gonna like back out as quickly as I possibly can <laughs> without being rude. Just like yes. Okay. So, and he he tells you that that he'll work with you on the price. Um, normally he would charge twelve gold for this ensemble, um, but if everyone in your party is going to buy something, that he'll he'll work at a discount. Okay. Yeah, I'll go ahead. Uh, I mean, I, or most people, maybe not everybody. I would. I, I. I. She's going to be extra and like save it for like a big reveal because she's okay. she thinks it's a big deal. <laughs> So she'll get changed before she comes out. Alright. Oki is um, gonna walk over to Illifer and say, You are Fancy Man. Make Oki Fancy Man. <laughs> fancy Man. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> You're muted, babe. Oh, I say, uh, well, um, let's see what we can do for you, Oki. And so... Sayoki, follow me. What makes man fancy? <laughs> the clothes don't necessarily make the man fancy. It's more of... It's not a speech either. Um, so let's go ahead and continue. Uh, and keep walking. and uh, So we keep walking and look around. Yeah, go go push it. Is, is there anything you, is that, that catches your eye? Uh, I guess just kind of look to see if there's anything simple <laughs> so yeah i mean you, there's definitely like a whole array i mean when it comes to formal wear you could get as loud and ostentatious as you want to but there's always going to be the simple black cloak and vest you know i mean that's going to look nice and going to be fairly as far as like price range goes you know isn't going to require a lot of extra there's not frills to it it's very simple um you know that you get just the simple vest cloak uh maybe uh you could there's going to be a variety of colors any any color in the rainbow that you could choose from in vests and um same with pants 
So to answer Illifer's no. question about if anything catches my eye, I'll just say no. <laughs> well, that's that's okay. Uh, you're not. I understand. You're, you're probably not. You know, used to this type of this type of uh, arrangement, this type of event, or these types of clothes, for that matter. Um, so let's just take a look 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 at uh, this vest and cloak to start, and, and I just grab a cloak off the uh, shelf and kind of throw it around throw it, and, and see what, what do you think of that too hot and so yeah he puts it on and it's really tight like <laughs> he's very you know broad-shouldered so it's like a little too tight the one that was on display right there and so he's like okay kind of constricted uh, well um let's see what, what about a what about a vest um and he kind of, I pull one off and I hand it to him. Here, uh, put your arms through this hole and your arm through this hole and just kind of put it snugly over your chest. Handling me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how would that fit? So the vest would be a lot more comfortable for you. I mean, they, you know, they're going to have variety of sizes anyway, but the tailor will be able to fit it, you know, just to where it's more comfortable. Um, so he, you know, you might still want it taken out just a little bit, but it would be a lot more comfortable for you, you know, fitted through, um, simple vest looks nice. You feel really fancy in it probably like. Is there a tie? Any ties? Yeah, there are (laughs) ties and their ties are more like, um, they're, they don't look traditionally like our ties. They're more like a scarf, kind of, but they still tie them up and wear them with the vest. Um, so it would, whatever top you're wearing, you know, if you were to wear the tie, it would kind of cover it up, so you wouldn't necessarily have to get a formal shirt to wear. Okay. Uh, I'm going to look for one of those and and just grab one and look at Illifer as a question mark and say, Fancy? That's perfect, Oki. Okay, you know I'm gonna take I'll even do it. I'll do even do you one better and I'll I'll pay for it for you. Pay for Oki? Yes. I'll just give you a nod and stand <laughs> by your side for a second. Oki make friend. Oki will remember that. He's pulling Aww. pickles out of his pocket to share. <laughs> pocket pickles for everyone. I have lint on them too. Yeah, and they're warm. They're in a jar. <laughs> Anyone else um, shopping? Uh, I was going to ask, so Tonk is like, can fancy clothes conceal armor? Like, he's not wanting to take off his armor. He just wants to put, like, an embroidered cloak over everything he's wearing and look fancy that way. Well, so he looks at you and he's like, well, I... We could make something work. It is not typical, and it would probably restrict your movement quite a bit. But but we could we could try. Uh, let's let's get some measurements and see if I have anything that would work. And so, um, a young girl, woman in her probably early twenties comes over, and um, she is kind of gives you a nod and she says is it okay if i take your measurement accept your terms and so she starts to you know do get your measurements around your chest and arms and to see it's going to be quite a large 
uh, ensemble for this guy anyway, and then adding armor onto it will be a little bit of a challenge, but they're able to uh, find um, she gives uh, Mr. Bumblestout the uh, measurements and he says, okay, okay. And so he goes to, to the back and he pulls out something that he says he thinks will work and it's like um, this real kind of like flowy silky material like probably not what you were necessarily expecting but it's almost like um, like a like a how would I describe this like a jumpsuit <laughs> so it's like very like Egyptian king, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah, like the chowl goes over the shoulders, and yes, it's it's got like a chowl that goes over the shoulders, and then like a belt that goes around it that kind of ties yeah. and drapes down. I can like hide a sword in there. Yeah, it, it, you could conceal a lot. Now you would be kind of awkward moving around in it. That's okay, but it it's flowy and loose enough that it wouldn't necessarily be obvious that you are wearing armor under it. Okay, cool. Except for the shield that I'm gonna like tuck on my back. <laughs> yeah, you'll have like your little like cloak, well, large right, cloak, will, like be poking out. <laughs> I can handle stuff. I I can take care of the shield for you. Okay, I'll just. What, is, what does that mean? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I'm going to send you a picture of what I'm describing, because it's okay. real cute. I'm just imagining one of those big windbreakers that the that the Russian assassins always Tracks wear in the movies. Tracksuit with white yeah. on it. Yes. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> oh, crap. I'm on my phone. All right, so Both while I'm trying it. to get him a picture, uh, anybody else? Uh, just get me something simple. It looks yeah, like I'm something, and I'm complicated I'll whatsoever. The, I'm gonna yeah, look like hand Mando. them that that brooch that I polished up, like maybe maybe that goes with that. If you can't make that work, then it's fine. I'll throw oh, it this in my is pocket. quite lovely. Oh yes, I I have uh, a cloak that that we could attach this to. It would look very nice. Um, and so you know, for you guys, he can easily do kind of the vest cloak combo um, in any color that you might want, complimentary. Your color preference works for me. I work with metal. I'm not so great at matching colors. <laughs> That's if uh, yeah. And so you know you have the option of like just a regular like kind of like the jowl cloak, you know, that's more like flowy and long. Or there's going to be like the jacket, like a like a suit jacket that's more fitted. Uh, that would have, like, the coattails at the end, uh, or without the coattails, but they're still, they will all come down a little longer than, like, below the bottom. Um, there would be, I mean, you know, pretty much different, just different fits, kind of depending on what you're comfortable with, what you, and you don't have to describe everything. Just say that you found something that you like, or that you at least didn't feel sure. <laughs> super weird wearing. Margo, do you want to go for a dress or pants? Yeah, no, she's she's going to go more for, like, the vest and breeches cloak combo. Absolutely. So they Something. have that 
like that she's got fins on her arms and on the back of her calves so something that fits those she hates clothes over them okay so yeah you can find um in the in the kind of the women's section there are um there's this one kind of jacket combo that is still very like feminine looking but it's not overly feminine you know what i'm saying so it's just a it's a black i don't know maybe silken kind of like not obviously gaudy or anything very simple um fitted in the waist but still comfortable in the arms and then kind of flaring a little bit at the hips kind of that a-line um and then you know same with the pants that they're fitted but not like so tight that you wouldn't be able to fit everything comfortably in there (laughs) and it looks still you know if you try it on it looks very nice very formal and fitted but not like you could still roundhouse kick somebody yeah so yeah she feels (laughs) much she looks much more comfortable than uh, around uh, Ellie's dress (laughs) all right so you guys all bring these things up to you know, the the front, and then he's gathered you all up, and he says, all right, one, two, three, four, six, Uh, well, I tell you what, I will do all of this for 60 gold, and you can split it amongst yourselves how you please, that's really the cost of my materials to make these, so I can't go much lower, uh, but it's been a pleasure spending the morning with you all, and I look forward to hearing about your adventures, and I do hope that you will follow up on your promise, Miss Margot, assuming you've introduced yourself to Oh, of course. You will send everyone here to Troll Skull Taylor to get their fine wares. Hmm. So you just add formal wear to our inventory? Yeah, just add a set of formal I would or like fine to pay, clothing. I mean, I'm, I, I said I would pay for Oki, but I would also like to pay for Ellie's as well. Okay. Great stud over here. <laughs> I don't know how much that is, though. That's so, it's 10, It's he's charging 10 gold a piece. Oh, okay, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, I only charging. have eight. Let's see. Inventory. Manage. Which is like you know more, way more discounted than you would normally get, but he's he still you know feels like he's getting something out of it, and he things have been a little bit rough in Waterdeep lately, so I think a lot of these businesses are just happy to see like decent people coming in and not causing a problem. There you are, Oki. You're all taken care of. Thanks. My pleasure. So, yeah, you guys are doing that. And as Illifer is paying and uh, you guys are taking care of that, um, Tonk, you hear a message in your ear, similar to how Margot did earlier. You don't know that she did. But uh, the message says, I am Vajra Safar, the Blackstaff. Come to Blackstaff Tower in the Castle Ward at once. 
You can bring your friend. Okay. Um, so before I say anything to someone, can I channel divine sense to detect good and evil? Yes. Okay, I'm going to do that. So that would be uh, find the location of Celestial Fiend or Undead. I just want to make sure it's not like a ghost or a demon. <laughs> yeah, like there's death. nothing. There's nothing undead. Okay. No, nothing too shady. So, like, Tonk is like, mm, wizard. And he just kind of grumbles, snarls a little bit, like he always does. So, does Tonk know that. Wait, it was him and who else heard it? Just you. Just me? Okay, so I'm the only one that I know. Did you just say bring your friends or friend? I said you can bring your friends. Okay. Mm. Um, so I'm guessing and I can announce this? It's up to you. Hmm, okay. Uh, so Tonks is kind of like wave everybody down like awkwardly and he looks at everybody and his Tonk hears things. They are not of spirits or demons, but things. And he like names off the instructions given to him. And he doesn't like it. He's pretty mad. And so Castle Ward, Theron, you work in the Castle Ward. You know a little bit about where this would be. And it's going to be a little bit of a trek, like would be the better part of a day. And this is, by this point, with all that you guys have done with spending the time in there shopping and measuring and getting everything fitted just right, it's going to be a little afternoon. So, yeah. Just consider, you know, what you guys might want to do with your time. Yeah. So, prop. I mean, that's going to make us late for the opera, correct? Did the did 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 this mystery person instruct you to uh, to come right away, or pretty maybe immediate, we'll... right? It said, "Come, uh, come at once." One. At once. Once. Oh, at once. Okay. Sorry. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's immediacy maybe, to it. We won't be late. We can, if we rush, we might have to get the, the. Uh, when is the what, opera what's, tonight? What's? I said the opera would be around eight. So. Eight. Okay. So we have some time to investigate. Come, come at once. Sounds hey, pretty urgent. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm interested. Did you say the black staff? I mean, that would be something. Right, is this that... guild? Black no? staff tower is it's a fortress, but it's also a wizard training academy. Yes. So, I mean, that would be we would know that it's a wizard academy, or let yeah. me and Margo. I mean, with that. Okay. yeah, yeah. Tom That's could tell that think. it was from at like least wizard or some kind of caster. Yeah, right. Because he didn't well, detect any good or evil of it, so it's like a neutral arcane ability, I would guess. He's not smart, but he knows what magic is. 
And did you tell us you don't think they're evil or have bad Yeah, yes. Yes, and it doesn't I don't think they're good or bad. They're just communicating and oh. I don't like it. <laughs> like like freak looking around all skitty. Skitty. Oh, he's like, like snarling kind of kinda. He's like <laughs> Well like a pissed off drums. cat. Hmm. And he's kinda cautious now, like he's really paranoid. Dang it, what are the what's the magic? The what? The things you ride. We wrote them at the very beginning. The drays? The drays, yeah. You take one of those, that would speed things along a little bit, wouldn't it? Yeah, I, that would definitely cut some time down on your traveling. As far as walking down, you know, to the castle ward toward on the, uh... It's on I mean, the, I'm looking on, at the map to see exactly where it's at. It's on the uh, eastern side of I mean, is anybody in for that? It is actually not too far from the Lysing. Okay. to walk, I guess. Well, as far as, like, if you needed to go straight to the theater from there, you could. Oh, but okay. you would have to carry all of your, you know, formal attire. and With you. Yeah. Well, I open my side pouch and just kind of drop my whole, whole formal wear down in there. Oop. Gone. Okay, done. You want to get all of ours? Sure. Yeah. I, ma I made what, a toy. What? What is that? Uh, it, I invented it. It's a. That is it's quite a, peculiar. Yeah, it holds stuff. <laughs> a lot of stuff. What, what would it take for you to fashion another one of those interesting items? That would take a while. Uh, sure, I can understandably so. I could make. Right now, I can only make two things at a time without having to tear stuff apart. Mm. But eventually, I see it's possible. But yeah, I'll store that in the back they're of fun. my mind. Yeah, they're fun. So is it like a like a like a Mary Poppins bag? Yeah, it's a bag of holding mm -hmm. for yeah. to get a little meta. It's, it's a, a black I hole could, in a bag. I could, yeah, theoretically, I could just start storing people in there, but they'd suffocate. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on what plane they go to. Yeah, yeah. I think there's rules about it, Jake. If it's one person, they can survive for like, is it 10 minutes or is it an hour? I don't remember. Whatever. Uh, it's 10 minutes. 10 minutes. I think. Yeah, I mean, that's a big difference. You could wait an hour and they're dead. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So, gotcha. yeah. So, uh, at the opera tonight, if there's anything, uh, that you might need out quickly. I could theoretically have that in there. So. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So everything yeah. you own is in that bag? Yeah. Right now. The whole, <laughs> whole shebang. Just like a little fanny pack or something right here on my hip. Right, really just a bag. but Useful <laughs> and dangerous. Uh-huh. If someone were to take it, that'd be quite the unfortunate circumstance. Yeah, that would suck. I could, Are you insinuating I mean, that you're going to take it? Oh, not at all. I'm just trying to think of the pros and cons I mean, of such a device. I I power it, so unlike a regular one, I can just like turn it off, and then everything is just like. Pfft. Oh, even that's that's even more interesting, actually. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. 
It's like an anti-theft device. For a bag of holding in a shop somewhere, just yeah. out of curiosity. Yeah, I would too, because I would love to be able to just have one and not have to waste this. And as you guys are like just discussing this, the uh, the um, tailor hears you and he's like, "Oh, you should prevent if if you're an inventor, you should consider presenting some of your." goodies at, at the Day of Wonders Festival tomorrow. Do you guys do know that tomorrow's festival, right? That'd be cool. I have something uh, novel I'm working on, but I'll need I'll need a. You write. Dispense Can cash. you elaborate on this this uh, festival? I'm, oh well. I'm familiar with it myself. Uh, Day of Wonders is uh, the third day of Marpanatha each year. It's our first autumn celebration of the year, and it when uh, lots of tinkers and adventurers, they pre present the wonders that they've been creating. The town, they parade them on the street. There's a parade uh, at midday, and oh, it's quite the it's quite the fun time. If you if you're interested in seeing the parade, I would recommend uh, going near the market. That's usually where they make their grand turn around before they end but it does go all the way oh I don't even remember where it starts but it goes quite a long ways down this interesting hmm. that sounds like we have our day planned for tomorrow <laughs> so are we going to the wizard tower indeed I'm sorry, I, I just have one more question. With so many curiosities in one location at, at one time, is is there any type of uh, city guard in place to, you know... There's always a city guard in place here. Oh, yes. In Waterdeep, there's hardly ever a time when you won't see a city someone in the city guard, at least nearby. But anytime there are festivals, they're out more than usual, and with all of the interesting things that have been happening around lately increased violence and such i'm sure they'll be even more present tomorrow okay maybe we'll even see the griffin cavalry absolutely i'm sorry so you guys <laughs> griffin cavalry that's how they stop things from flying over the walls Yes, oh. there is a an army of griffins in Waterdeep. Sweet. Yeah, you wouldn't want to, like, cross people here. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound like it. Guilds, griffins. Yeah. yeah. It's a very mm -hmm. politically charged town, yeah. for sure. Like, there, yeah. There yeah. even used to be giant moving statues, but they're all kind of You'll see one. It's right by the the Lightsinger Theater's right by the uh, one of the statues. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so you guys can make your way down to the castle ward. Um, are you gonna take the dray? I mean, I feel sure. like it'd be a good idea if we're trying faster. to save time. But faster. yeah, we're gonna get there pretty quick. Okay. Everybody thinks that it'll be faster than it will be. So you guys can absolutely uh, make your way uh, as you did last time, kind of to the main thoroughfare and uh there are always uh 
Dre's um, on this route um, at stops. So, you know, at most you might have to wait five minutes before one is going to be nearby. And one of the stops was right here on Del Zoran Street, which is where you guys got off last time. So I would assume that's where you go to hop back on. And you can take the dray down, and the um, the red circle that I have down here is where the light theater is. And the Blackstaff Tower is here, so okay. it's just a few blocks away uh, from that. Okay. So, and, um, yeah, as you guys walk you know, through town here, you're going to kind of pass the market, which is hustling and bustling, and they're getting ready, uh, hanging up banners and uh, setting up booths for the festival tomorrow. You know, you haven't, it all just like came out of nowhere today because they're setting up for it the next day. And they seem to be fairly efficient with getting things set up and taken down for festivals around here. So, yeah, you would pass, you know, City Watch on the way, uh, various commonalities in Waterdeep. Uh, and you can come to the Blackstaff Tower at the uh, I mean, it's an academy, so people can go. Uh, they would have kind of like a front desk and ask Um, so I guess we go in and ask the front desk if anyone purposefully sent a message to talk. They can. Oh, I said, what? I guess we go in and ask if anyone sent a message to talk for us to come. Um, I guess... Because I don't know more than it came from here. What was the... Was there any more details? I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. Her name, she said, I am Vajra Safar. Vajra. Okay, so the we're looking staff. for Vajra Safar? The Blackstaff. Yes. Hmm. Which is... Okay. I don't know how... Well, how... Never mind, I'll shut up. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go to the front desk and I'm going to be like, we are looking for the Vajra, the black staff. And so, um, an older male, uh, human man is at the counter. Oh, looking for the black staff. Well, uh, yeah, I ask who was calling. Uh, she called us. Uh, she does that these days. Let me uh, see if she's expecting you. Give me uh, just a few minutes. Okie dokie. Heads up the stairs. You guys, you know, it's it's a it looks like a there's a library uh, through a double a set of double doors um, that looks like it's accessible to the public and then there are 
um, you know, large set of stairs that the, the man just ascended. And there are various people just kind of sitting around uh, reading or, you know, studying, taking notes. And uh, he comes back um, about five minutes later and he says, all right, right this way. And he leads you up the staircase uh, to Vajra Safar's office. And you guys go on in, all yes. of you. Okay. Can we all Looking fit? all the heads nodding, making sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she says, "I'm, I'm Tonk. Are you leading?" Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll probably be in the front because he's pretty motivated at this point. He's okay. She's he's like, "What's going on here?" She sees you come in, and she, uh, she smiles, and she says, "Well, I." Wasn't expecting you to come as quickly as you did, but I do appreciate good time management. My name is Vajra. So nice to meet you. And she reaches out a hand to shake your hand. And she greets you with a very firm uh, handshake. Uh, please do come in. And she has like kind of a conference table set up in her office, so you guys can all sit uh, at the table. Mm -hmm. uh, would you like any water? Uh, some biscuits? No. Uh, I would take some biscuits. And so she snaps her finger and conjures a plate of on the table. Whoa. You uh, have any ale? <laughs> well, I can make that happen. And she snaps again, and a little tankard of ale is there in front of you. Margo is just thrilled. And as you're drinking it, Margo, it doesn't ever get empty. I love this place. Like in, uh... <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, Doctor Strange. Yes. So, I think we should um... hear what she's got to say, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. What did anyone else important to come here, right? Well, yes, yes, it is quite a matter of urgency. Uh, I don't know if you know who I am, but I'm the Blackstaff, and what that means is I am the head of security of the city, Waterdeep. Um, the faction that I head up is called Force Grey and we work as well the hand of security where the city watch and city guard sometimes cannot assert them. What do you want with Tonk? Well we are quite strapped for hands in these times and we're having some problems with the well i'm sure you've heard the xanathar guild and <laughs> the zentarum or may have heard the black network they're causing quite the ruckus and we are trying to get to the bottom of it. i cannot give you top secret information without some promise of cooperation but 
what we would need, uh, we would offer you membership of the Force Grey, and she's looking directly at you, Tonk. Your friends would be welcome to help with missions. Um, but what we need is someone we can trust to assert themselves into some sensitive areas that might need a bit more persuasion. And she also looks at Oki. She's very interested in the two of you, uh, with hmm. your size and your demeanor. Um, she says, we would give you missions as needed. And when you complete them, there would be some reward. Most of the reward would be renown in the faction of Force Grey, which would give you some standing in the city and some assistance uh, with things gold. as you need. Hmm. Much gold. Well, depending on the mission, there could be some gold involved. It may depend on what we're talking about. But again, most of the reward is a non-monetary mean. See, status and connection is quite the powerful tool in this city. That is primary thing that we could offer. So Tong's just going to kind of nod <laughs> and look to the group. Um... Now, as far as addressing her, I guess he's just gonna uh, kind of assert himself and say, what do you need of us? We have show tonight. Mm -hmm. Well, can I count on you to complete a mission if I give it? I believe that With might depend on the mission. Discretion? <laughs> she hands you, Tonk, a pin, like, that you wear, mm -hmm. and, uh, it's a staff, a little staff. It's black, imagine that. And she looks at you to see if you're going to take it or not. So, Tonk is gonna reach out his claws... And he's going to grab it, and he's going to look at her in, like, really intense eye contact. And he's going to ask, License to kill? <laughs> if it involves getting the job done, License to kill. Your yes. job will be done. Seek out Plum and Monk. He lives in the cave on the side of Mount Waterdeep. I need some information from him about what threats he has heard about toward the city. Is he Try difficult? To... He can be easily annoyed. Does Try he not need to all of his... welcome. Does he need all of his toes? He may be cooperative. We just because... had breakfast. Troll me. <laughs> <laughs> but if he is not, 
you have my permission to some slight persuasion. Please do not kill him. He is a valuable asset to us. Donkey's persuasive. Very well. Bring me what information you can in the next three days. Indeed. If you're able to complete this, it will be a test and we will move forward with our arrangement. Punk understands your request. She reaches out a hand to shake it. Punk's gonna what stick was... out his big paw and just like wrap his hand around her her hand. What was right. her name again? Vajra. V-A-J-R-A. Vajra. V-A-J-R-A. S and the last name is S A F A H R. So is that like a? And you said she was the black hand. Black or... staff. Staff. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. The, what I was. I think I was the, critical rolling the black hand. The faction is force gray, but it's also sometimes known as gray hand. I guess I'm gonna. Is it smart to pin that black staff on the outside of my armor, or should I put it in a flap to where I can reveal it? It's really up to you. Um, I would say most... I'd probably do the second option. Um, yeah, that's what I was because, thinking too. Yeah, I mean, there will be times you're going to want that faction connection and you want to have that ready as but not like, just a badge. It. Right. Mm -hmm. So, with them being interested in Oki, uh, is he going to end up needing something like that as well? <laughs> I said, so with him being interested in Oki as well, is he going to end up needing something like that? I'm not just... Can you hear me at all? Hello, hello, hello. Anybody? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear yeah. you. Did Kristen's mic drop? Can Can you hear me at all, baby? Oh, yeah, I'm muted. Hurt. Oh, she's long. Oh. R.I.P. We'll see if it worked. It looks like her mic dropped. Okay. Try again oh, now. There you are. Hey. I, I said, with them being interested in Oki as well, is he going to end up needing one of those? How's that work? So, yeah, she would have, um, as she gave Tonk the pin and he took it, she pulls out another one and she looks at Oki, not pushing, but offering if Oki is also. He'll take it. Simply. Well. I will be in contact with the two of you. And I hope to hear from you within the next three days on what our monk has heard. So, I guess Tonk is going to look to the group and say this is a thing for tomorrow. Um, because, you know, if we're going to go exploring, yeah. we maybe after the do it after yeah. the opera. Yeah. Maybe after the. Uh... Parade depends. I don't know. Oh, the festival. Yeah. Who knows? We might have to skip it. Doesn't matter. A lot of Something. activities. Yeah. I mean, just like real what, life. She said we have a few days. So, yeah. I mean, we can split up into groups. I mean, the festival may give us some cover or some distraction if we have to cut off some toes. See. So. We'll see. It may be something we could check out on the way out. Mm -hmm. Just an idea. Might pick up some parts. 
Cool with me. So I'm guessing we're going to leave and head back to the house now that we're done here. What time is it? So you guys would have about two hours until the start of the opera. Okay. Okay. Well, so we need way, to I got to eat So we probably need. You guys like to clean I up guess... and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, you do have like um, the awning portals not too far from here. There's some places here that if you needed to like stop and change, change. you could. Yeah. Or you can. If It may take a little longer. I mean, because, you know, it takes. Even with the dray, it's it takes a good yeah, 20 minutes. I mean, we don't to... even have mm -hmm. water at our house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... so we might just like rent a room or two to get ready. Yeah, get a, or just stop by the tavern and use the restroom and change and get a drink and go about our business. Okay. Because I think we're pretty close, right? Yeah, the yawning portal's pretty close by to where you're at, I think. Okay. Uh, I mean, I think that's our best bet if that's what you guys want to do. Yawning portal? Yeah. To get, they we're talking Beer about meat. maybe renting a room to to get dressed, cleaned up. Okay. I gave you get a drink. Then to eat. Yeah, bro, whatever. Oh, it is from down. Huh. Yeah, I think you say it's in the I was thinking it's pretty I was I was of a different But there would be still somewhere similar to that nearby. So um Blackstaff Tower. So actually, um, right behind it, <laughs> there are two. There is the Sapphire House, and then there's one called Tavern of the Flag and Dragon. The <laughs> Flag and Dragon. I'm not making this up. Yes. There's a singing sword that's that's right across the street from from the theater as well. From there? the theater, yes. Yeah. Um. So. Any of those places would be fine. And you could do the same thing, you know. You Flag and dragon. Or just use the, the washroom, take turns. Uh, for expediency's sake, we can say that you guys did that, cleaned up, and um, you all get changed into your formal attire. Um, Tonk's leaving his armor on underneath and, and trying to, like, hide his <laughs> shield and weapon. Is anybody else doing that? Um, I want to see if I can uh, uh, mm. strap my dagger, like a garter, to my thigh or something. Okay. And it's not uncommon for people to carry, like, a rapier or, like, you know, a, wep a dress weapon. Um, just typically don't see people in full gear like that would almost really that's in the city of Waterdeep in general if you're walking around all the time with your weapons equipped and your armor on people are going to think that you're looking for trouble in the city um, but especially at a formal event yeah I'm going to keep a dagger on me 
just hidden kind of somewhere under my yeah and yours kind of has like that corset and then like the coat over it so you could easily I want to keep a hand axe like on my side but Oki is not going to be wearing a shirt at all and just the the tie I love it are you wearing a cloak over it or just like bare arms just the tie bare arms he thinks that the tie is very fancy he looks like a Chippendale. I would like to whisper to Joey or Ilifer in Elvish. Thanks for the flower. Would you like to be my date tonight? You're welcome, darling. Anytime. Yes, I will be your date. Okay, and I'll put my arm through his. Corvus, are you doing anything with your hair? My hair? Yeah. Oh, I could braid your hair for you. Oh, uh, I mean, I guess it's just part of the side. Just the way you said <laughs> nothing, that. Nothing well, I'm just like he has an opportunity to style his hair. It's such a new, refreshly coiffed hair. <laughs> no, I guess I got like this, 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 this. Uh. What is his name? Big boy. Kind of Reeves like, like look going oh, yeah. on. Like the middle part, kind of. Like yeah. You're gonna start. Oh yeah. You're breathtaking at people. Abba Yaga. You're breathtaking. <laughs> and so Tonk, you you know, you see him, and he's got this like, kind of like like flowy ensemble going, but he's got like things poking out like at random awkward places. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's he got his. Quite look natural. He's got his knife tucked in his belt, and then he's got his sword, like, also on his hilt. And so he's, like, trying to, like, like keep this side tucked in with his left hand, and he's trying to walk normal. And he's got, clearly, shoulder pads and armor underneath his cloak. Um, I'm like, I'm, you know, like, on, on Wizard of Oz, when the lion, like, curls his beard in the salon? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, big and fluffy, yeah. Uh, Thomas is somewhat kept main. He keeps it kind of oh. semi-short. Not, it's not like crazy flowy, but it's still like flowy and you know, like kind of reddish. And and so everybody is, you know, pretty much in like neutral dark colors. Yeah. And you have Oki who has a tie and a vest with no shirt. And then you have Ellie who is you know, very, like, bright compared to the rest of you. Just this beautiful, elegant, peach, tangerine-colored dress. And she's, like, very happily the center of the show when, when you guys are traveling. <laughs> oh, uh, 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 are there any flowers outside? They don't have to be bloomed. Um, at this time of the year, there would be, uh, yeah, there would still be some flowers that, that, that were at the very end of their season. Can, okay. Can Tonk um, also? Of... Oh, go ahead. My Sorry, bad. if any of them aren't like up to their, uh, par- I want to make a flower crown, basically. Yeah. And uh, I'll use Druid Craft on any of the ones that need a little bit of extra life to them. Okay. And uh, uh, also a boutonniere thingy for for Illifer. How are you gonna stick it to? Him? I will just hand it. Borrow to Borrow Tonk's needle. 
Yeah. <laughs> he has it like in a in like his dad's shirt pocket. He's like boop. If you request it. Oh, can I also uh, take hey. my shield and just like shove it in Theron's face and goes hold with magic bag. <laughs> you guys watch Theron open this bag and you guys are like what? And he like shoves this giant shield down into it. It just. Cinches it back up and puts it on her shoulder. Can, <laughs> so Nick, can you if, hold, if you notice, you inscribe back on the inside of the shield. It says contingency planned, and it's spelled wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah, I, I, hey, Tonk, can I can I borrow that that needle? Okay, I'll take it and I'll pin the flower to Joey or Illifer. Sorry, there's already like thread on it, so you just. And it floats and does its thing. If he okay. if she yeah, does it that, like will it start itself, to sew stuff? It'll sew itself onto his shirt. He'll have mm -hmm. to cut the seam. <laughs> I'm saving it, it for one later. I'll just keep it fresh forever. Oh, that'd be awesome. Just, I'm saving it for like death checks where I have to like sew my guts back into my chest. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. It's going to bite me in the rear. Okay, yeah, I'll hand the I'll so, hand the needle back to you though. And you guys, what about like your 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 packs and your adventuring gear and stuff? Are you handing all that all to Theron, or are you leaving that uh, does, like renting does, a room and leaving it there? This is, do, do you, does your bag have a limit? Uh, you have an encumbrance. It's very large. I don't. Does it encumber me? Oh no, no, not the magic bag. I don't think so. No, think it does yeah, because I mean, it sends it limit, to. I think that would be the deciding factor. It can if hold sixty-four limit... cubic feet, and it's five hundred yeah. pounds. Okay, so yeah. that's like a dump can, truck. He can carry everybody's pack okay. right now. Does you guys don't have a to. ton of stuff. Well, you have to ask him. I mean, he what? just took the shield, no problem. Shield, yeah. yeah. Uh, would you? Would you mind? <laughs> that you, you keep it on my, my stuff too. So, if they keep most of their stuff within their pack I can because I have to take an action this is hmm, I don't want to be yes I'm sorry but I can just call for their pack and pull the pack out and give it to them that's what I'm saying because that's an item it'll be easy for for him to organize it if he can keep each of yeah. you in your own yes. bag because I can call individual items is it? But okay. yeah, I, mean, I think everything is pretty much on in my bag. Uh, the only thing would be my long sword would have to be separated. Is it like and socially acceptable in a fancy section of Waterdeep to have like a rapier at your side? Yes, absolutely. If you have I a rapier, yeah, totally acceptable. Uh, most long nobility. Sword will have, you know, some sort of dress weapon on them. It, not always, but it's it's not going to be, like, you're not, they're always going to look at you weird for that. Alright, so you guys, are, you guys are ready, right? You're all good? Everybody's taking care of everything, I think? Okay. You arrive at Lightsinger Theater in the Castle Ward, and you are immediately struck by the opulence of this building. There's a marquee that reads, A Dance with the Devil, A Tragedy in Two Parts. The building itself is grand, and the patrons milling about are dressed just in ostentatious finery. They're very proud to be dressed up and have an 
angle. Uh, you walk in, and do you present your tickets, Illa? I pull them out. Wait. I think I gave each person theirs. Okay, does everybody have their tickets? Sure. Yeah. Alright, so you guys present your tickets to the, an usher, and he um, walks you to um, a box uh, to sit in. Magical lights are hovering above the cloud. The, the cloud. The crowd. <laughs> uh, as they're finding their seats, they'll, like, follow people to, like, guide where they're walking. And um, there's just, like, a general hustle, uh, a murmur as people are walking and talking and finding them laughing. And uh, if you've never been to a theater, which I know several of you wouldn't have, you know, this is a very grandiose building. Uh, the seats are velvet lined and the the pillars are ornate. And there's, uh, you know, a stage in the front uh, that's lit uh, with a curtain. And for some of you, this would be, you know, just really unlike anything you've seen or maybe even heard of. Um, so, you know, just a lot to take in. Um, for others of you, this would be pretty neat experience, but not anything out of the ordinary. And um, soon the lights lower and the, the crowd begins to hush. And, uh, The, uh... Was there an instruction to meet somebody in a box? Uh, we have only been instructed to arrive in formal attire in box C. Oh, okay. At intermission. To meet Mert at intermission. Mm-hmm. Okay, so at intermission, we gotta go to box C. And the uh, music begins as well. <laughs> that was sick. Sorry, I thought that was my computer. <laughs> and uh, do you have to tell me if it's too loud? Because I can't hear it over my audio. It's nice. I can't quiet. hear it at all. Yeah, I can't hear it. I heard it all right. <laughs> it I was there. It I heard it at first, but I don't hear it anymore. It was there, and now it's gone. Oh, there it is. Oh. Is back. Mm -hmm. yep. So, amidst, and I'm just going to kind of tell the story of the opera. This would obviously be all happening in song. Uh, people in, you know, grand costumes and uh, very overly dramatic makeup, you know, just uh, you mean come you're not out and do they, all of this yourself? I am not going to present <laughs> the opera. Like I know you're over the top. <laughs> but yeah, very over the top. Um, so that anybody in any of the seating gets the full Amidst oh. a desolate landscape, Asmodeus, the supreme master of the Nine Hells, makes a bet with an angel that he can corrupt the soul of a truly good man. The sly devil chooses Marlo, an elderly and wise alchemist, as the object of his torment. Marlowe is working feverishly to save his dying village from a plague when Asmodeus offers him help save his neighbors 
Marlo reluctantly accepts, he saves the village, but is branded an outcast for stealing the devil. Intermission. <laughs> so as the light comes up, and this is obviously that was like, you know, an hour. Yeah. Um, as the lights come up, you see uh, the familiar figure of Renair um, standing in the doorway behind you. He says, Illifer. Oh, hello, you guys. It's so good to see you. Illifer, I'd like to introduce you to a friend, if I may. Um, Theron, would you come as well? All right. Oh. Do I need to... Uh, uh, I guess, is everybody... Everybody is sitting here real quick. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and since. Well, do we get any? I'm going to pull pull Tank's shield out and just whoop, set it next to him. Just call it and it's whoop, thunk, hand it over. I mean, it'll look weird, but. <laughs> Yeah, just in case really, like really awkward <laughs> uncomfortable glances from people at nearby boxes or like just in case yeah <laughs> so Illifer and and Theron do you follow sure yes. I, anyway. does anyone else try to follow as well oh no are you guys gonna hang in the box <laughs> Corvus you're going yeah, I'll Is go. Renair still there? Renair's, uh, he's he's waiting on those two to come with him. I, 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 is it just those two? Can can I go too? Well, I just know that he's asked to see these two. He may welcome other visitors. I'm not sure. Okay, well, I'll just stay here then. So he I'll leaves. stay with you. Are you by yourself? Okay. Yeah, I'm staying too. Oh, okay. I'm gonna kind of linger. Tank. It'd be okay. Tank. Okay, just kind of hang yeah. where you can see what's happening, but not. Yeah, I'll kind of lean in the doorway to the box where I can still see everything, but also check the hallway. So Margot, Ellie, and Oki are hanging back. Uh, Illifer, Theron, and Corvus are going to go with Renair and Tanks. Just kind of, kind of follow behind. So, um, as. Uh, the two, the three of you go into box C, which is a private box. Uh, there is a large, finely dressed man seated, and Renair says, "This is my good friend Mert, once known as Mert the Merciless and the Old Wolf." Despite his prodigious girth and reddish face. Uh, vaguely looking like too many nights drinking. He seems strong and capable. He wears a golden harp pin with a blue background on his lapel. Oh, hello! I'm Mert, ex-adventurer, current advisor to open lord of Waterdeep, Laryl Silverhand. Renair's told me all about your bravery! And he gets up and he's shaking each of your hands. Uh, very enthusiastically. Do come, come sit and, and chat with me. I have heard of your great skill in dispensing with the villains and the sewers. I'd like to offer you... And he looks 
at Illifer, then Theron, and then kind of surprised, but, uh, you know, also with a smile at Corvus and a nod. Uh, he says, I'd like to offer you a chance to join me in the Harpers of Waterdeep. Now, everybody's trying Harpers. To... Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're good. We Harpers are altruists. We work behind the scenes to keep the power out of the hands of evil tyrants. We've seen your run-in with the Black Network, and we think they are wholly or at least partially responsible for the escalation of violence in Waterdeep. We'd like to recruit you three as spies. What type of work would this entail? Exactly, because there's a there's of course many different types of spy work that can be done. Well, while we Harpers, we truly see ourselves as good, aligned in nature, and we try to only use questionable methods if it is absolutely necessary. But we truly try to keep things civil, and it would mainly comprise of finding information. We are the, well, we are the source of information for most of the power in water. The, uh, Force Grey, and, uh, as well as the City Watch. They come to us many times for information to help them with enforcing the law. We try to keep a, what shall you say, good eye and good understanding of the working of things happening so that we can ensure no one is doing anything evil to our city or the community they're in. In exchange for you giving us occasional tidbits of information, you would receive support from the Harpers within the city and access to Harper safe houses should you need them. If you do find yourself in a tough spot, though hopefully we wouldn't ever put you in one, we would of course offer backup. I feel like inf- Go ahead. No, go ahead. So I don't feel like information's a <laughs> too steep a uh price for potential say get out of jail free cards. <laughs> so is this is this guild uh I guess you would say friendly with this other one that that, that tank is in with? So Black um, Staff just like out of game. Um, the 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 force gray is like the hand of the Harpers. Like, they work together a lot. So the Harpers gathers the information, and then the Grey Hands takes the action with that information. Now, they still will both seek information about things, like the Grey Hands is looking for information as well that's related to something different. But, um, they, yeah, they're definitely, like, I mean, it's with, as far as factions go, it's not one of those things where you should be a member of multiple factions. Like, they take loyalty very seriously. 
But, like, if another member of your party was in another faction and you guys are still working together on things, that's not a problem with these factions. So, the Blackstaff, they run the mages, or was it the the, the Black- uh, griffins? Uh, they're mainly magical. Uh, the griffin, yeah. they may run the, they may control the griffin cavalry. Okay, so it's like CIA versus Navy. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Like, Blackstaff, the, the Force Grey, yeah, is like your Navy seal. Okay. And then the Harpers are going to be more like CIA, FBI, like informational. Okay. Type thing. <clears throat> okay, yeah, the, the Griffin Calvary is actually part of the City Guard, so it's okay. not run by the faction. But. Okay. Tonk's like an old soldier, kind of like he's been. So I think he kind of knows where the the smart loyalty slot for him. But Mert. Yes, sir. I am. I am hesitant to accept this offer, um, but I would just like to ask one question uh, before I make well, my final decision. And in the beginning, when you were explaining uh, what the Harpers do and how they operate, you you went on to say that you consider yourselves good. And my immediate thought was, I don't think anyone else considers themselves bad. So what guarantee can you give me that this guild is not actually ha- does not actually have uh, bad intentions for us? As a group. Well, I can see your concern, my son, and and having a good head on your shoulders is precisely the reason why we looked at recruiting you. So asking questions is never looked down upon. We encourage you to seek as much information as you can find. Well, what I can tell you, I may not be able to fully ease your mind until you have more experience with in our rank. But I would encourage you to look at some of our members you may know and perhaps judge their character to give an example of our experience the Harpers. And he smiles and nods at Renair. Renair gives a little wave and shows his Harper. Um, he says... Well, any operation that works in secret, as we do, can easily be misinterpreted. We do try to do what we do not for praise or for recognition or for reward, but for the benefit of Waterdeep and the entire coast. You see, son, we have, well, locations and and branches throughout the coast on Waterdeep 1. We work to ensure that each city is maintaining a balance and that no one ruler is is trying to take over, as did happen in years past. We try to take actions that are 
Not obvious. Not um, maybe notice. We try to do things in small yet effective ways to increase the good nature of the government and the powers the city and overall the country. I don't know if that answers the question, and I cannot force you, and I wouldn't ask you to make a decision today unless you feel comfortable. I, well, I, for one, will speak for myself, and I will accept your offer. I will keep an open mind and open eyes and open ears. Um, I cannot speak for my companions. Theron, Corvus. Mm, I don't know, man. Uh, as long as uh, my ideals and yours align, I'm, uh, I'm good. I'm in. We all we all have our own agendas, but if if if, if it fits, again, I see no problem. If I fits, I sits. If I fits, well. I sit. I can Sorry, say my hands are cold, so I'm trying to warm them up. <laughs> <laughs> that it should be a pleasure working together, and I hope that you will find a home here in the Harpers. A family of brothers and sisters that do work together. Uh, maybe in places you won't expect. And he hands each of you uh, a pin, your own the little harp. Uh, so, like, my initial thought for some reason when you said harp was like a harpy, but this means like the instrument harp, right? Strings, yeah. Okay. Mark. So the the pen is a silver pen of a harp, and it has a, a crescent moon around it. And then he's ready to give you your first mission, but go ahead. Uh, if one. Obviously, the Harpers is a very um, sensitive organization, has a lot of information. Is, is there some kind of uh, library or chronicle of information somewhere that we can we could access for any particular reason? Or just a public well, library, son. if that's what you would prefer? Well, son, we do work uh, closely with... Uh, the Force Grey, and they keep uh, records of many of our missions and information. Uh, while they do have a public library, there is also a library that is only accessed by uh, those withstanding uh, in the Harper and other specific factions. As you gain trust with the missions you will gain renown and reach a will have access to that information. Okay. Now, are you ready to get to work? I have a mission for you. Already. One Cheer. of the Dreys working in the city is pulled by a talking mare named Maxine. Locate her. Find out if she's learned the identity of any black network operative. And if so, their whereabouts. 
If you need to speak with me directly, you're welcome to visit my manor in the Sea Ward. Do enjoy the opera, and if you have any questions, just find Renair. We can certainly do that, and uh, I w we will seek out Maxine and get that information for you. I know you will, son. And he uh, pulls out a flask and just tips it back and screws it back on and sits in his pocket. Gives you guys each a nod. And Renair, he's walking you guys out and he says, you wouldn't know it from the way Mert goes on, but we do try to secret in the Harpers, so best to keep things under your cap. I know that your group is very trustworthy and they're welcome involved in the missions, but just, you know, sensitive information can be. So don't let Mert fool you too much. Of course. Of course. And I appreciate the um, introduction as well. Well, I look forward to having a reason to work more closely with you all. It was such a joy. And you guys head back to your box. And as you do, before you even have time to explain everything to the rest of the party, the lights go... Did you cut? Can anybody hear her? Cut out. Mm -mm. No, she cut out. You, you cut out again, sweetheart. I had to get her new headphones. Is it the headset on her laptop or is she on the phone? I don't know. It could be drivers. I would download the Razor Cortex. She said so. she had to join my phone earlier because her computer was doing yeah, that. Yeah, it's weird. on my phone, so I don't know. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't know if my phone's just timing out and it's like closing. When when I used to use my phone on Discord a lot, it would time out. Mm -hmm. So as you guys act two starts before you get a chance to uh, talk with your party members, and as the lights go down in act two, Asmodeus returns and offers Marlowe an unnaturally long life full of power, success. It's to be loved once again in exchange for his soul. An ambitious person, Marlowe surrenders his morals in order to escape his loneliness. He lives for several years in success and worldly comfort, knowing that it is for a limited term at the end of which he will be eternal. As his set is as his debt is soon to be called. Desperate, Marlowe offers the Prince of Evil anything in place of his soul. The Dark Lord says he will release him from their pact if he offers up 99 souls. After agonizing, he creates a batch of slow-working poison known as Midnight Tears into the village well. As the clock strikes midnight, every villager succumbs to the poison. Marlowe is irrevocably corrupted. When the term ends, the devil carries him off to Nessus, not for their pact, but for his evil deed. Curtains close. The lanterns are relit. And the cast takes it. Do we clap now? 
I need a drink after that play. <laughs> kind of sad. So after the opera concludes and you guys start to make your way out, in the lobby there are patrons milling around. Uh, you see some familiar faces and, and some you haven't seen. So uh, you see uh, Theron, you see Maloon Wardragon. It's familiar to you. He's uh, uh, standing looking at a piece of art by himself. Uh, there's a young human woman in her 20s with fair skin, rosy cheek, flowing brown curls down to her back. Renair's walking over to her and greeting her as if seeing a dear friend at the supermarket. He's like, oh, Esvel, how are you? And they give each other a side hug and a, you know, suck his cheek. Um... Someone that you've seen at the Yawning Portal many times, if you frequented it, uh, is Jalester Silvermane. He is uh, warmly smiling and listening to the worries and wares of a distressed-looking couple, a middle-aged couple. They are flustered, and they are, like, obviously trying to remain calm in, like, true nobility fashion, like, trying to be, like, keep their calm, but they are, like, very worked up after that play, and they're, like, talking to him about it. Um, there is a, uh, a bronze dragonborn priest standing, uh, near a corner with a sip of, sipping a glass of water, and she seems very pleased with herself. Uh, observing all the people coming in and out of the theater. Um, she was happy with the performance, maybe had a hand in like helping put it together. And next to her, standing right beside her, is a small mechanical creature that's holding her evening bag. Um, then like at like a standing table nearby, there are two dark elves. Each of them has a pistol on their hip. And they're bantering back and forth, like, unnaturally loudly as you guys walk by and you're looking. Both are dressed in the fine noble's clothes, and one's wearing, like, a flowing purple cloak. He glances at you, makes eye contact with Oki, and winks. And then they go back to what they were doing. But it, you kind of get the idea that, like, what, it's like when somebody, like, when you walk into the room and they're talking about you and they, like, stop talking and start talking about something. And that's kind of what you see. Do, do I see Mert anywhere in the vicinity? You do not see Could you describe Correct. those guys again that did the wink? Yeah, so they are both uh, dark elves. They're drow. And uh, they're, you know, speaking with their, like, French accent. And they have, a, they're both in nobles clothing. One has a flowing purple, like, very, like, royal purple cloak. Uh, they each have a pistol on their hip. Pistol. 
And oh. the other one that he's talking to, like, you can't tell really if it's a male or female. Like, it's very indistinguishable, but... So there's, there's no oranges. <laughs> yep. I'll be right back. Um, are we all together again? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, from our previous conversations, I would go to Illifer and say, Dark Elf Man, wink at Oki. Well, that's quite the advance. Um, you should might seek to see what they want from Oki. Is it because Oki wear fancy tie? It looks very <laughs> ravishing. <laughs> it may be. I'll just kind of feel flattered. <laughs> You're like, I knew this was a great choice. <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys want to hang out? Do you want to head back to the... It's pretty late. It would be like midnight at the... Mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll stay tonight. Um, you can head back and call it a day and talk about, you know, everything that happened today and make a plan tomorrow, or? I would want to go back. Just Tonk is suspicious about everything, and he just wants to go don't back to the suspicious. house. Don't be suspicious, Tonk. Take one of the drays. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, we could look for a horse, all right. Mm-hmm. First, I thought you said you were talking about the drows, and I was like, you already have an elf. <laughs> we take one with us. You can't take one of them. They're their own person. <laughs> I gotta find my... Um... So you guys can catch, a dra uh, catch the dray. Are you guys gonna, like... I mean, are you just gonna try talking to the horses? What are you gonna do, Theron? Uh, it said it's pulled... Pulled by... Pulled by a talking horse named Maxine. But is the is there an actual, um, driver? I don't know if that was... So, yeah, the, the drivers... Uh, yeah, there's a driver that sits, like, up higher so he can see like over the horses and then each each dray would be pulled by four horses yeah, i guess uh... so i mean we could always have one of us uh distract the uh oh i the have animal driver friendship. with small talk and then are we trying to steal a steal a no. horse that is absolutely what we're not trying to do <laughs> oh. Stop it! Let me have. Oh, fun. and also, Margot, there would have been like free drinks and stuff out at the opera on your way out. Yeah, I was gonna ask, but you know, <laughs> didn't want to be the alcoholic of the group. <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to be too obvious. You said you needed a drink. I just forgot to offer it. Oh, she finds it if it's there. Don't worry. <laughs> she found it. Uh, I guess ask, I'll ask the driver of this particular ensemble um, if he knows Maxine, the mayor, and where can I find her? 
Maxine the mayor. Um, well, I don't know of her. I don't know the names of many of our horses. I just come to work every day, but uh, you know the names of these horses are... right here. Well, no, but <laughs> I do know that there's a stable they they stay at in the evenings. You might could check with the stable keepers. And find out from them, they'd be more familiar with the horses' names and background. I actually I don't know where a stable is. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, just the drivers. I'm um, just happy to be here. Yeah, he's just here for a day's pay, man. <laughs> Can but, relate. Let's get that let's get that uh Location. Digits. Yeah. <laughs> Let me look where the tables are. Yep. Um. So let's say they would be at the. I'm trying to do better about not having awkward. Oh, no worries. Got me beat. I mean, this Pretty is much. very the, um, There is um, the palace stables in the castle ward. So it'd be about one or just four blocks south of where you guys are at. Uh, and to the... in that area. Well, thank you for the instructions on, uh, excuse me, the directions, not the instructions on the stable, and uh, I'll store that in the back of my mind for now. Thank you. Oh, I think we'd like to go to uh, Troll School Alley as well. Hmm. Where did you say well, the... Uh... We'll be there in a few stops. What, what, Nick? Nothing. I was just going to ask where you said the stables were. I marked it on the map for It's underneath oh. the two other circles. That third one down there? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I had it zoomed in too far to see that at first. That's the, yeah, the closest to that area. That works for me. So I guess we're going north instead of south then. Yeah, this, dry, this particular dray is going north. You can wait and catch one that's going the opposite direction. I mean, if everybody's wanting to go to bed. Let's see, where... I don't know, you said it was midnight, so I just figured that was that's what I assumed. But if everyone's willing to, you know, get out and get frisky at 1 o'clock in the morning, whatever. Whatever. I mean, so I think it's... I mean, we can go do a midnight adventure, but I mean, we do have a lot of stuff coming up. Any... Yeah. Yeah, it's probably for the best. We can get out, 
Go. Go to bed. On the agenda in the next day or two, but right. you have some choices. You can decide. So we have to figure out where I'm out water deep this monk is. Mm-hmm. We have to find a talking horse, which is more likely to be in the stables at night. I will have to mention that. There, there is a fair uh, that's that's about all I can think of. Oh, and then we have like a dilapidated house that we need to kind of look Open into. Up for I mean, yeah, that could bring in some much needed revenue if we keep having to have. I mean, so we have two groups yeah. doing two different things, right? We can say that you guys are at the house talking about this, right? Deciding. Yeah. And you don't have to split up the groups at all. I mean, you have oh, opportunity okay. if you want to. Yeah, I, mean, I guess we're going. They both made it clear that your party members are welcome to assist in any of these. Things yeah. Do they trust well, you guys? Uh, as well, while we're talking about this, I'm just going to start cleaning up in the main floor, fixing anything that I don't know, maybe, or just mopping, sweeping, whatever. I thought it was already yeah, clean. I mean, oh, I, mean, I thought that was just, just the countertops. Oh, just the, the bar room area. The the um, windows are still boarded, but of course there are repairs that need to be made to some of them. Uh, so anything I think I could do that would be like legal and patch repair, easy, just oh, something yeah, I could do and talk. There's lots of little places like on the bar and in the floors and like in the walls where there have just been, you know, maybe termites point or like mothy and like yeah. things are just where there's little tears or little like things that you could repair really. gotcha that's just that something I could be doing while I'm talking yeah uh with your um yeah I mean still or, or with your mending spell yeah either way either or yeah and I have I have pressed the digitation so I can just go around and instantly clean clean things are we still yeah in the dray on the way there, or we're talking. We're at, at the. Uh, yeah, we're all like on the first floor uh, of the of the tavern, the manor. Oh. But if we need a retcon, we can. No, no that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But. I was just gonna say, after a an eventful night, um, I finally. Everyone, I'm sorry for lying to you. I did not clean the bar. Wait, what? You didn't clean this morning? I did not clean this morning, nor did I clean last night. Knew it. So now we have trust issues. <laughs> Equip on longsword. Why did you say that? That's why that that's a really weird thing to lie about, dear. Hmm. No one suspected it. So I just want you to know that you all need to be a little bit more aware. I just I wasn't well, paying attention. Well, at how all, did you so. say you cleaned it? It was a test. Yeah. You all failed. All six. Wow. Awesome. See how gullible we were. Very. Uh -huh. Very trustworthy. We have to kill him. My vote's for him to be casted out. No, I first. thought I could trust you more. Hmm. I'm a little disappointed. Is, jokes on you. This is Big Brother, and you're the first one to go. <laughs> the tribe is spoken. 
Take a vote. Kick Joe ill for out. I just want you to the know. skin off my back. It's really creepy that uh, that bar cleans itself. Yeah, it's also creepy that random words are written in the in the dirt, and flying objects are at my face. Corvus's uh, ghost came back. Yeah. So potentially, had... it's the bartender that's the ghost, though. If, if if we're being honest, I mean, why else would he clean the bar? He had to have been familiar with it. So well, first, first you thought he, they would want you to leave, being as aggressive as they were. But uh, if they cleaned, maybe they're happy that we're here. Maybe. Hmm. I don't have a speak to ghost spell. So he said he did it as a test and we failed. <laughs> hmm. Okay, so at the end of the day, what does it matter? I think I... <laughs> I'm gonna expend a spell slot to add Divine Smite to my recently drawn longsword. <laughs> um, adds 2d8 extra radiant damage. I just want to say that this is a bad idea. On the record, you, yeah. I'm just saying, <laughs> you see Big Lion Man whip out a sword and it starts glowing yellow light. I'm gonna ask what he's doing. Oh, like, oh, what, oh, what, what oh, are you doing? Oh. You will see. Why are you? Why are, are you not? There's not a cat under that curtain anymore. You're you're okay. Can huh? I please make use druid druid druidcraft to make a bubble around Illifer's head of a scent of skunk that lasts for like an hour? Uh. <laughs> 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 yes, you can. Thank you to get some secrets out of him because at this point I don't think he deserves all of his toes. I'm just going to tell him that the sense will get worse which every lie that he tells. I, I continue do about her, her. I don't know. Do I believe her? I mean, I don't believe her. But... Make, make an insight check. Um, 13. And Ellie, make a deception. I used the baby chalk. Nope. Actually, roll Hang on. Oh, what's... Insight? No, deception. Deception. Four. She doesn't yeah, sound very right good. <laughs> that's lots of lies going around. Can this I is, intimidate? This is terrible. What have you done? So, Tonk's got his sword drawn. He's it's glowing right now, and he's coming up to you. And what are you going to say, Tonk? Secrets. And I'm gonna ask, who are you? Tonk, make an intimidation check. Uh, and Illifer, make a whatever you make. <laughs> to that. Uh, a... uh, <sighs> modifier. Ooh. 17. Let's do 
constitution saving throw. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> That's the best I can come up with. That is a that is a gray area. Uh, uh, Sixteen. What? I'm sorry. What'd you roll, Jake? Tank. Seventeen. Mm. So he just manages to intimidate you. No, no, no secrets. No secrets. That's no lies. That was the only test that I had. I have not lied to you yet. No, no deception. No, that was a lie. <laughs> And that was another yeah. lie saying that you didn't lie. No, it was, <laughs> a test. it was a test. Tests, tests are lies, babe. No, no. <laughs> you can pass and you can fail. There's only, there's only, there's no gray area. It's a test. It's pretty gray. I, I, I swear it upon my life. I promise. Mm. And then just drops dead. <laughs> How many fingers would you like to keep? Well, if you must insist, I would at least, at least like to keep at least five. Um, maybe four on this hand, one on this hand. Um, Which is your favorite hand? Uh, uh, um, well, if you must know, I'm left-handed, so I'd like to keep that one. Uh, as as most, much intact as I can. Um, you can Here. I'm sorry. Sword will sear the wound. No, please. I, I'm kidding. Please don't do that. Tell me what you know. There's nothing to know. And there's nothing to gain. I promise. Funk does not play games and does not participate in tests. I'm so I'm sorry. I will tell you in the future. I will. I will. I will let you know. You will have will, no future, swine. <laughs> All right. Persuade. You got to roll persuasion here, Illifer. <laughs> It's fair. All this because Tonk. you told a lie. <laughs> okay. Tonk, roll a d20. Add your, add your, what? Add your intelligence modifier. Oh no, minus oh. one. Okay, so ten. <laughs> minus one. <laughs> ten. Uh, I rolled an eleven, but you know I got that modifier. Oh, <laughs> Minus. You're one. not sure. You're not sure. He's he's somewhat believable, but you still feel feel a little leery. Maybe a little okay. less angry. Okay, a little less angry. The sword is still glowing <laughs> until I hit something with it. If you must mm -hmm. hit something with your sword, use it on the ghost. There's obviously some kind of spirit in in this house. At I'm that aware. moment, as you say that, a a. You notice that there was a couple of tankards that were floating, like, and about to be set on the bar, and they, like, drop and clank, uh, like, and spill out, and then there's some clattering, like, some, like, something's moving away from you. See, see. Wait, no, 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 that was a joke. We, you're friendly. You clean the bar. <laughs> you're gonna kill Casper. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Corvus especially notices it because he's been on edge ever since he, <laughs> the incident in the parlor. He's like, see, I told you. Let's see. So would radiant damage damage a ghost? Margo's like, <laughs> he spilled the ale. <laughs> he dropped the tankard. He was being nice. The small alcoholic is upset. <laughs> oh, he's ready to like 
jump in and grab Tank if he needs to, I'm sure. Because he just made a really close bond with Illifer today, and he already is, like, hesitant about the, the cat man. Yeah, I was thinking about <laughs> yeah. using Entangle, but then I realized it was a strength check I was waiting to save, for and I was like, yeah, that's a bad idea. <laughs> Like, so, I can just see Oki still in his vest and his tie, like just ready just to wait. Yeah, very ready, but was waiting for him to actually do something to him before. So, Ilfer lied and he's hiding something and he won't tell us based on a time frame. What? What? He said he can't tell us right now, he can tell us in the future. What conversation? What no, 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 no. What are you talking about? Yeah, I, I don't remember that. that. No, he's I saying say he's not like going to. He's, he said he was going to lie again. He means he won't lie yeah. anymore. He won't oh, test. Oh, okay, anymore. okay. Yeah. And if I but that would, was the only test that he's. If I would, I would tell you, and only you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should break out so the mad. guitar. <laughs> he's mad because he didn't understand what you were saying. Yes. <laughs> Funk is confused. Yeah. He <laughs> doesn't like what's happen. happening right now. It's like, I, don't, I don't even know. So he's just going to kind of like brush past Ilfer and just kind of like shoulder check him on the way over to the mm. bar. <laughs> Ilfer falls Tom. on the floor. <laughs> Swords, I mean, he dropped the sword, but he's just going to like shoulder check him and keep walking. He's pretty pissed. Tonk, you said you could sense a ghost before with no uh, ill intent. Could you do that again? Yeah. How how does that work? Just request it. I can do it again. We took a short rest earlier, so I can do it as many times as I need to. Oh, well, two more times today. Well, I was just thinking the the. Uh... Yeah, you've only used it once. Yeah, I can I can do it again. Oh, it's long rest. Never mind. Yeah, I can do it divine sense again. And investigate yeah, so... the spirit. Yeah, you 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 locate and since in the corner of the uh, back of the bar there is a, a ghost. He's undead and he's neutral, aligned. There's no evil about him. Excuse me. Maybe we could get Lolo um, involved in this. Uh... Ask or at least ask his advice before we jump to conclusions with this thing. Can I ask it questions, this... or yeah. do I have to speak like celestial or something? Try. Not celestial, undead. It's not an is, angel. There, <laughs> is there an undead speech? It's common, right? Just you could try talking. I mean, I guess it depends on what they were before they died. Yeah. I'm just gonna use common and just uh, uh, you know, I'm just gonna ask it why it's here. It's like, why are you in this place? Um, you see the uh another tankard pull get pulled out from under the bar and set on top of the bar. Yeah. <gasps> A bartender. A yeah, so you guys can figure that out. Tonk is still confused because you know he's a dummy, but <laughs> it's a bartender, Tonk. 
I'm gonna be like, uh, uh, uh Marco, answer. Marco, he's, he's this is probably your area of expertise. Oh, I think you're right. You're so right. <laughs> I th I think you should take. Marco's so happy. She's like... <laughs> yeah, she's just gonna kind of like cautiously walk over to the bar and pick up the tankard, kind of wait for something to happen, and then take a drink. Yeah. So at first, like it's just sitting there empty. Uh, he pulls, the, the, the tankard gets picked up, pulled back down, and you hear, gul, gul, gul. and it's set back onto the bar and slid toward you. This day just keeps getting better and better, the longer <laughs> it gets. What kind of magic do you have? It's not. <laughs> I would love for this to be. She keeps making I... drinks appear in front of her. Yeah, they just keep happening. <laughs> this is the best life I could live. Can I ask the ghost why it attacked Corvus? So you attacked me yeah. just through a bottle? Oh yeah, it's like, why have you assaulted the warlock? Oh, we should have a pen and paper so he could write. Because he can't speak, obviously. Yeah, he can move objects. First a At that suggestion, I reluctantly pull out my ink and ink quill that cost 10 gold. And set up I'm looking door. suspiciously at <laughs> ill for a light. I mean, if you want to buy me one, go for it. Do they have a life lifetime? Like, how long does the ink last? You don't let it dry it out, has like It has a, like a like amount. You can use it, but it's a lot. Yeah, because this you is You said it on the bar, milliliters. Yes. He's not ready to make anybody else mad today. <laughs> so the the oh. quill gets picked up, and it's not very neat handwriting. Like, maybe it's not uh, super easily manipulated as a ghost. Oh, but, yeah. I um, slide my, uh, my, my, my notebook of all my, all my wild form drawings. Okay, yeah. Over there, so he has something to write on. Not, not your book from Margo, that the your one that you've been no, using. No, not that one. So a uh, <clears throat> C appear on the page in like a cursive, like almost like someone's writing with their left hand when their right hand says. Joey um, lift. He puts lift. Lift. Seen that somewhere oh, before. That's the bartender who. Used to work here. Employee of the he month. Writes, he writes, you also see up here on the page, bar is home. Aww. Same. So Margo's home too. Yeah. Live. I love this guy. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to ask, Weird. are you. Are Talks you, like, man, I wanted to kill this thing. Are you happy we are. The sword here, is still hot. Or what? Do you want us to go? You like just there's a pause and nothing happens for him. Like contemplating, and on the paper he writes, "Make bar home." Uh huh. Margo just starts crying. Oki's like, he's speaking my language, man. <laughs> <laughs> She's so happy she cries. 
I, for one, fully yeah. intend to get this place rented. Yeah, it's going to be like, bar is your home as long as you don't throw any more bottles at Corvus. I mean, uh, it seems pretty friendly now. Okay, roll the hit. Just kidding. Better <laughs> <laughs> get wrecked, son. Yeah. It's just protect you. Must Jake, you, you notice with your divine sense that he leaves He leaves the room. Mm-hmm. He just like fades through the wall. The... He caspers out. The spirit is gone. At that, I immediately oh. collect my quill and ink. <laughs> He's protective of that. like making sure it's all put back together. <laughs> um, Alright, you guys going to bed? Think, do you think maybe I could borrow that oh. tonight? And sure. give it back in the morning? Sure. Okay. You can. Thank you. I won't use all of it. I promise. I have finger paintings to finish. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just have something I need to try. Of course. Yeah, I'm going to march up to my room and bounce out. Same. I'll take my the rest of my drink very happily go up to my attic. Yeah, did the uh did the did the fancy the fancy clothes uh come with like holding bags? Yes, he would have like had like a garment bag for you to carry it in. Okay. I'm going to treat it like a two second like year old down. child. And hang it up very, very, very nicely in the room. Okay. Tinkering, are you gonna? You're gonna work yes. on your tinkering, or are you going to bed? I was thinking about it, but until I get a gem of a sufficient size, there I can't do what I was wanting to do. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take off the tie and place it neatly in the room and uh, head to bed. Corvus? Is the, the spirit still around? The ghost? Somewhere. It, it walked off or flew off, kind of. I want to sit at the bar for a little while, just, just watch, just, like hang out, and then, uh, and then I'll go to bed. Nothing happened. He seems to not be room, or at least not be concerned about you being there at all. Are there any but, drinks on the bar? Uh, there's the two that he knocked over. They'll have a little bit left. So he is the knocked over stuff still knocked over? Is like all the mess still there? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was gonna make a mess of so I'll see what happened. Make a mess, is what you Yeah, I was going to make a mess to see what would happen, but he <laughs> made a mess and didn't clean it up. There's no point in making it worse. I'll just go to bed after that. Okay. Uh, Corvus, as you drift off to sleep about today's event, you find yourself standing in a dark corridor. While I'm asleep? Yes. To okay. your right, see in the distance 
a familiar lavender colored ethereal to the left a warm and inviting orange glowing with intricate runes and decor leading to you're you cutting out, you're I cutting can't. out a little bit yeah Dang. yeah you need to move this close to your face i think is what's, at least that's what i well i don't know something can you hear me better now at all maybe let me eh. can you hear me So on the in the corridor to the right, there is a familiar lavender-colored ethereal glow, and to the left, an orange, warm, inviting glow with intricate runes leading toward it. What do you do? Is it a red pill or a blue pill? <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go left. Not the toward orange the one. Or- Not the, the purple. One. Yeah. Okay. So as you approach the glow, you find, like, as it's getting brighter, like, you're going toward the light, the path is barred. Like, there's a barred, uh, not like a jo- like a Joey barred, but, like, <laughs> a prison bar. And behind the bars approaches a figure who is very familiar to you. A seven-foot-tall man with glittering skin, white hair that falls in ringlets to his shoulders, and a pair of gold-tinted shimmering wings emerging from behind him. He reaches his hand upward towards you, looks into your eyes, and he says, Resist. Resist. As you try to comprehend this, and you're asking, what? You feel warm, soft hands gently grasp your wrist and start to pull you, like, just gently tugging you away. Valandra says to you, fight. But the hand holds you gently without yielding. And begins to pull you away from the guide. What do you do? Uh... Ask. I don't know what I would do. Do you try to fight away, or you just go with it? Well, I, I trust him, I guess. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go with so, it. So there's hands pulling you away from him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not okay. So, yeah, I want to fight and, and go toward Valandros. Okay. So you are trying to resist and fight this hand that's pulling you. Um, But you're not strong enough. They continue to pull you away further. And... Valandris is fading from view. As you, you're asking him for help, he turns away from you. But as he does, he says, he leaves you with some words. Strengthen. Grow. Connect. 
Reward is relative relative to your desire, Corvus. And he disappears. But meanwhile, the hand that's pulling you in toward the orange glowing room comfort you. They're stroking your hair. They're placing gems and coins and delicacies into your hands. You don't see a face. You just see these hands, like, caressing you and, like, treating you. But you hear a voice, a different voice. This one is deep, smooth. It confronts you. And he says, you heard him, Corvus. It's time to grow and strengthen yourself. I can give you the power you need to fight. You'll be valuable as you grow. And that power will come from me. There is one in your group you've been traveling with who is seeking knowledge about a great, powerful magic. Learn all you can about this magic, where it draws its power from. I will call on you. And you awaken. Boopy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw that gif and I'm dead. Stop killing me with that. And that's where we're gonna stop today's session. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh.